Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C, Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 40 of Beer and Other Shit, the podcast. I didn't even... Uh... That's okay. Hey, I'm Scott Beer, Cold Beer Enthusiast. And we are in a very special place right now. Would you lovely folks introduce yourselves really quickly, if you may? Sure. My name is Jean-François. You can call me JF. Jean-François Gravel from uh, Microbrassier du Ciel, uh, Montreal and Saint-Jérôme. So yes. right now we're located in the Saint-Jérôme Brewery. Yes, we are. And I am <laughs> I am Jen, and I'm a brewer here in St. Jerome. Fantastic. So, yes, we are here in Judas CL in St. Jerome for the uh, a bottle launch today. Yeah. Um, does it have a name, is it, or is it just because like, it's a general bottle well, launch? Well, uh, it's our annual uh, party. So, annual party? Okay, yeah. so this is a once-a-year launch? Once a, well, we do, like, two launch a year, one during right. summertime. And this is it. But the winter one uh, in the same time of our mm-hmm. annual party. Uh, uh, party for, uh, right. for it's a part, birthday for, party. It's a birthday party. Yes. And is it 18? 19. 19 years. Well, the thing is, it's going to be 19 at the brew pub, so right. during the CL, but here uh, it's the ninth anniversary. Right, because it's 2006. This opening, is that well, right? we started producing in 2007, and then, right. but the pub opened in 2008. Okay, multiple anniversaries. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we create reason to do parties. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, to celebrate, right? Why not, right? Um, thank you guys very much for having us here. This is, uh, you know, clearly a big deal. You guys are, are world renowned for what you do. Um, which let's get into what we're drinking right now. So we actually have two different beers. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with these ones. So I think, uh, Jen, the three of us have uh, morality. No. no. The ultra oh, the mosaic. Ultra Mosaic, yeah. which is a. Do you want to talk us through, Jeff? Well, we we tried uh, to find a fancy name, so we call it like a ultra, an ultra, ultra pale ale. Ultra pale ale. Ultra so it's, pale ale. Okay. It could be an IPA, but no, we we it's only four uh, five point two percent alcohol. Okay. So on the lighter side of the uh, alcohol. So it used to be the the mosaic used to be more like a pale ale, and we just push it a little bit on, on the hops, put it, uh, a, a bit uh, a bigger dry up and everything, then mm-hmm. decide to call it the Hiltra Mosaica. Okay. But it's also to uh, uh, Jennifer have the uh, the morality, which is more like uh, American IPA 7%. So we were looking to have like a, a beer with lighter alcohol content for summertime. Yep. So, um, and so we, we could call it an IPA. Was well, it was, well, pale is not that sexy now. So, <laughs> so jazz it up a little bit. Yeah. Is it exclusively mosaic hops in here? It is not. Okay. Um, it's just mostly uh, mosaic. It's just definitely mosaic forward hop. Mm-hmm. But I actually I don't really like to brew it only one hop. Sometimes I'm gonna put the uh, the accent on one hop, the emphasis okay. on one hop. But I usually prefer to work with at least three different hops. Right. It's, it's like working with only one hops, even it's really good. It's like a solo drum. Right. right. Okay. It's good, but after a while it's getting boring. Right. You put the bass in it, okay. so, oh, there you go. And the guitar, oh, <laughs> now we have something. Right. Hops is the same thing. So. Right, I love that. Well, cheers, guys. Let's yes, see if cheers. 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 Yes. So, thank you, guys. Thank you so much. You know what? I have, we also have a, uh, um, I guess, a blog portion. And part of the way we, uh, well, or I do, yeah. multi technology is going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always so get the selfie, yeah. Jump in, Scotty. Jump in. Disengage, bam. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, and Jen, you have the morality. Yes. Which is the collab with The Alchemist. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, guys, do you guys do a lot of collabs? Not a lot. Um, not pretty rare? Not rare, but um, I know it's been, the, it's been a big trend. 
and so I, and I don't like to do a collaboration just because it's a trend and you know it's, it happened to me so we, we you're going to uh, to uh, like to the CBC and you met a brewer for the first time and you said well, we should collab it's, huh. we don't even know each <laughs> other know, so, you know, yeah. yeah exactly so we don't even know if we share the same thing about beer philosophy and everything right. so right. and I like to do a collaboration when we're just talking and we have like an idea about it and boom okay yeah, yeah we should do something because how we did have, uh, this one come about well John is an old friend of, our, from, of us and uh, we uh, we were talking well, we should come to the pub having fun and just brew a beer and uh, so Bim was my formal uh, head brewer at the brew pub for the um, the uh, Montreal of La Bière. Actually, he wanted to do several collaborations for that, so he pushed me kind of to do collaborations. Right. Oh, yeah, collaboration. yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, well, it's okay. Let's, let's have a, let's do something with John because we we share a lot of idea together, and and so we decide to do like uh, an hybrid between the type of IP he's doing and, and the type of IP um, I'm doing. Very cool. And um, and so we brewed beer, and the name come basically because uh, just the day before. Uh, we brewed, he just bring us a couple of cases of beer, and so we had the Morality Squad show up at our bar just right. checking our license. <laughs> and we're saying, That's cool. how come you have a Morality Squad? So it's, well, it's, it's dating back from the 50s, so we, they never changed the name, but they basically the, the cops who, you know, watching about the bar and right. running it. Right. And so, because for him, from the Morality Squad, <laughs> so and then so it's okay to classify from morality and then we keep we kept the name right. cool. yeah, I like it that's okay. super cool yeah. I love that so even just a step back a bit further I'd love to hear how your two individual stories like how you got into beer I know a bit about you JF mm -hmm. um, clearly but yeah do I just want to it doesn't have to be super lengthy but just to let people know because a lot of folks you know watching and listening are you know, home brewers who, who want to get into the game and from you guys being in, in one of the OGs, as we call them, in, 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 in beer as in Canada. We, as we, oh, as we, as we, as the Yeah, like, it, they share, share the knowledge. I think people would really be fascinated with that. Well, uh, I have a pretty typical uh, background. So I, I started as a brewer in, uh, home brewer in 91, I think. Um, just because uh, I was at the college and I uh, had a friend who started homebrewing and and one of the reasons because you know it turned out to be really cheap to have a party. <laughs> so, oh, cool! And by this Amen. and by this time, you know, having good beer, uh, even the microbrew was hard to get, really expensive. I was at college, so, oh. yeah, and then after a few batches, well, you know, it would be nice if it tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I was studying in science, so I always loved the science. Side of behind the, yeah. uh, of, the, of, the, of the beer uh, fabrication so I just get uh, re into it and it's always stayed uh, like the parallel background of, uh, of, uh, of the school and uh, university I met my uh, business partner uh, Stefan and so I said well you know running a brew pub would be nice so I I was doing more mostly uh, enzyme production for uh, 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 paper whitening, so it was wasn't that really sexy. <laughs> so I, said, well, I I prefer doing fermentation and drink it. Yes, fair enough. And uh, yeah, and by this time, uh, yeah, there was still quite few microbrewery, not so much uh, uh, brew pub in Montreal. And I definitely didn't want the bottle and everything. I, I want to have the freedom to create uh, a new beer. So you just have to take a chart and put it on the board. 
And so I started with the small system, five actuators. So I knew I would have to brew all the time. Yep. But it was a way I could learn a lot and fast and develop different type of beer. And just 10 years after that, we decided to move and center on for the bottling. Right. Was that because of um, uh, demand? Like people were wanting... <clears throat> well, there was two things. There was a big demand. I could not brew enough at the brew pub to supply just the pub. So right. it was one of the reasons. The other thing, uh, so people were loving our beer and they were asking for it. And also I was, I think, looking for a new challenge. You know, the brew pub is fun. I said, well, if it was, you know, you see all the, the people bring and selling their beer. Not, not always really good. Say, so, <laughs> hey, okay, I, I should do something. So. Right. But yeah, you, you come to a point you need a new challenge. And of course. So I was ready for that. Okay, amazing. That's dope. Mm-hmm. And then what was, uh, what's your, how'd you get into beer? Mine? Um, mostly just because like, I spent my 20s kind of semi-retired doing nothing. Just like <laughs> traveling and bartending. And uh, yeah, it was great. But I had like a existential crisis coming up to my 30th birthday. And I was like, oh, oh God, I got to do something <laughs> yeah. in my life. And I guess the, it was like a logical progression from what I was doing before because I was working in bars and progressively yeah. better bars that had better beer selections. Right. Got interested in beer and was like, hey, I wonder if I could make this. Made a few bad batches of homebrew, and then just timing worked out at, right when I was having these ideas. Niagara College launched that program. Yes, oh, yes, nice. yes. Yeah, so yeah, I was in, great. Yeah, I so was. You, you were a graduate of that uh, program? I was, yeah. I was in the second class, so oh, I know nice. the format's a little bit different now, but I was a part of the two-year program, um, like the second graduating class, so I did that, and then it was just sort of a bit of my plan to convince JF to give me a job. Right from the <laughs> I was like, I wonder if I did this program, if I could, you know, move to Quebec, and then, like, Somehow wangle my way into JF's life and make him hire me, and it nice. worked out. It was really easy, actually. <laughs> I thought it would take a lot longer. You're very persuasive. But yeah. I don't know what happened, but it's just timing. We met at the right time, and yeah, and years later. How long have you worked here? Two years almost. Two years. Yeah. Okay, so it's pretty fresh. Yeah, it's coming out. I think my anniversary here is the first of March or first week of March. Yeah, very close. So it's coming up soon. Yeah. Do you bounce back and forth between the brew pub in here, or you're just no? Here? Most of my like brewing career has been in big breweries like this. Yeah. I find I had a, a, a an internship at, a, at Bose yeah. when I was in school, um, and they had their small. That's where I met you, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a fun Oktoberfest party. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, so they had it was right before they got their big giant system. So it was like uh, a twenty barrel system or a 20 okay. hectare system, I can't remember, but I remember being very intimidated by the size of it because mm-hmm. I had been brewing on a 5 hectare system, sure, right. or I think it's a 10 barrel system that um, my part-time job when I was in school had, yeah. and then, uh, but that was like physically a little bit too much for me because I'm really short and everything was taller than me, right, right. <laughs> so I just, I my first job out of school was working on a 20, 30 hectare system, and that seemed to really By the way, this is a beautiful... We didn't mention where we're sitting right now in yeah, the brewery. The it's gorgeous. Yeah, we have, uh, these are barrel aging beers behind us right now. Yeah, can you guys talk us through what's uh, like the size of this bad boy and, and what we're uh, sitting amongst? Well, the thing is, um, it, when I started Brewpub, I wanted to have a small system to be to have a lot of flexibility. So a little bit the same thing when I, I moved to the packaging uh, uh, brewery. So I want to have a, like a smaller brew house and brew more uh, more often. Mm-hmm. So it's a 25 hecto uh, brew house. So we have 25 hecto fermenter, 50, and those one on 100 hecto liter. So we brew four times a day to fill them. So we have a lot of flexibility if we do like just uh, one special keg release, uh, especially when it's a hoppy beer and you want to keep it fresh, or uh, when you go beer that needs to be 
or high volume beer is going to be on bigger fermenter, beer that we need to be uh, aged for a while. Yeah, we do it on a on, on bigger scale. So it's it's it's, um, it's quite demanding. So you have to brew a lot, but I like the flexibility of it. So uh, and what what are in these barrels? Uh, right now, it's those one is the Heretic, uh, so it's a hundred percent bread fermentation. Nice. So uh, it's uh, right now it's the end of fermentation. We're gonna pile them and leave it age for uh, four months okay. before the bottle. Very cool. Um, and uh, it's basically standard wine uh, barrel that we get from uh, California. It's French bar- wine, ba- uh, French barrel, but. Uh, Okay. Wine, and they wine had wine. red wine or white wine? Yeah. Those one with uh, red wine. I see. So, uh, but they, it's not the, that's not their first round. So usually the first round I get it, I just put like beer in it, so you get more than wine character in it. Right. And then they get they getting neutral, so that's where I, I use them to do uh, mixed fermentation or bread fermentation. Right. And uh, do you do some like bourbon and whiskey barrel stuff too? Or? We do a lot of bourbon, yeah. especially for the Pichy Motel, right, which become course. kind of one of the flag. Barrel aged beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but those ones I don't reuse them. So one it's time just and one time, yeah. and we we get most of the flavor of it. We could reuse it to do other stuff, but as I already have wine barrel, I prefer to keep uh, keep the, the wine barrel right. and just get rid of the uh, of course the okay. barrel. So for the stuff we're brewing out of here, is this just the packaging, bottling brewery, and then everything that goes out of Laurier, like Milan, is that brewed there? I've always been curious because it doesn't look the, like this is the production system. brewery type thing, yeah. and that's more the. For well, the brew itself? well, the the thing is uh, that the, we sell so much beer in Montreal, so we we need to basically supply the pub with half of the the production from here. Oh, oh wow! So, okay, yeah. yeah. I was gonna say because we literally live around the corner from here, and every time we go, like it's it's never not busy. It doesn't matter dead or winter. So I've never sat on the patio. We've lived in Montreal for like four and a half years. I've never been able to get a seat on the patio. Yeah. Like it's just. Insane Can we name drop? Can we say we know JF? <laughs> yeah, on the patio, guys. Yeah, I'm gonna start reserve. You can I'm try. Gonna do it anyway. <laughs> you can try. They're gonna be like, shut up. Yeah. Um, so the, it's, the volume is that high that you actually need to. Yeah. Well, the thing is also we, as we have the packaging brewery now, we we uh, we also focus on uh, sometime longer fermentation beer that, uh, at the brew pub, uh, experiment uh, new stuff or fine tune your recipe. So we. The, the brewing in Montreal is not focused on, on volume, right. so uh, because now we have uh, the, the packaging system. Even before we had the, the packaging brewery, uh, we had we we decided to buy our blonde ale, which was probably what we could we were selling the most. So it was not really good uh, move money wise, right. but it was a really good move as. Uh, branding a name and branding a business because people were coming and we, we, we were able to do more uh, like the Pichemont or you know, fancier beer right. than just Blanc Ale. So, but yeah, we, we had to buy a lot of beer because we couldn't supply the, the pub. So with the production here, so yeah, we even keep keep this way. It's okay. We don't need to, it's more to have like a beautiful menu instead of getting most of the volume there. So, right. That makes more keg to move in and, in and out for sure, so it's quite demanding, but yeah, I, I, think, I think it makes sense on the, on the menu. So, uh, yeah, like chain, there's like 20, 25 beers every time I go there, they're always different. Like, I got a spreadsheet to keep track of <laughs> the different ones because yeah. like, the French names I don't always recognize them. So I'm like, have I had this one again? It's just so intense. I was always curious but from what you can see in, that, in the front part. Yeah. I wasn't sure if that would be able to supply the, the no. sheer volume, so that makes a lot of sense. But you guys have a couple series of beer. You have the 
the Momentum series where you're releasing one every single month, right? Yeah. And then you have like one-offs and the special beers and yeah. the weird funky ones and then the barrel-aged and it's like, it's it's almost endless, right? Yeah. I really like that there's always options yeah. and it's never for the time of year too, like, yeah. um, you know, I don't want maybe uh, a wheat beer in the dead of winter, you know, I want something well, I think it's going, barrel-aged. Yeah. It's going from the, the thing I, I don't like to brew always the same thing. I don't like to drink always the same thing. Um, so I like to, uh, and I could be like in state of mind and say, oh, I'm really good at doing this and, and it's good to doing that. But so, you know what? I, I'd like to do this. I'll do it this way. Yeah. yeah. So I, that, and so that's why I, I, I also had to design my brewery to be able to, to, mm-hmm. to, to do that kind of beer program. So it's a nightmare on distribution. But worth it in the end, right? But I think yeah. it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Also, I saw you guys, um, you're, you're not terribly keen on entering your beers in any festivals or anything like that because it is such a subjective thing. Um, but you are very awarded and, and some of your beers are considered world class. Yeah, yeah well, the, the thing about the, the, the no, it's the, the beer contest and beer, beer judging is the business itself, of course. You know? yeah. And uh, so people are open more and more contests, and so I think there's good and bad thing about it. And, and now we decide there's really spending a lot of money you now throwing uh, beer there, and and they just basically grab every contest they can and right and grab up as many awards as they can. And to a point, it doesn't really mean something. Or right. um, and same thing when. Can say the same thing on wine. You know, when you go to a wine store, so you, you got an award. Well, so does everyone else. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, so I prefer like things that are objective. So I didn't pay to be judged right. by this beer, by right, right. like this book or everything. And uh, so that's why we didn't did a really big move on that. So I, I don't say we'll never do it. So sometimes, oh, the, it can be static, but um, we have. We have a uh, different idea about that, and so we prefer to, to work different. And, uh, and same thing about the festival. We don't do every festival. We might do a little bit more because we have a bigger crew, but it used to be always like me and my brewer, my, uh, my, my staff right. pouring of the... You guys and are there say, Man, the get, Front lines. So, <laughs> okay, that's enough, you know? Yeah, yeah. And same thing. Of, Festival is a, is, is, a, is, a, is a business, it's an in- industry. So yeah, people yeah. open a festival everywhere. So it's just, yeah. So I want to focus on festival that we really care about beer. Right. And so uh, so it's really what we have to say. Okay, I'm going there, there, there. It's going to be fun, first thing. Yeah. Then we're going to meet the good, the right people. And the focus is going to be on good. Right. So speaking of that then, you guys seem to be one of the few Canadian breweries that I mean, all my American like beer geek friends I know about and are into like how did the brand grow to the like I feel like maybe Peche Motel is probably the closest beer to a Canadian whale in the sense of like you see how many people are out there right now yeah, you can't see it but this, uh, well, this we'll bar is packed yeah. over here there's not just five people and there's mad people out in the cold <laughs> yeah. and you know, we're in the car park and there's people just like loading their trunks full of beer yeah. and, like, and trading so, beers and it's yeah. awesome that's what it should be I've about. seen people's like, cellars like you know some of my friends have uh, cellars and they've just got full shelves of like you know like uh, Solstice d'hiver and then like all the different ones on this like from man, each like, year and yeah, yeah like how did it get to that point when I don't think any other Canadian brewery and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong here like something like the Alchemist or whatever they're like that Eddie has a myth around it and yeah. uh, you know Hill Farmstead and a few other ones particularly from out here how did you guys get 
your beers to that stage? Like, was it organic or was, like, was there some sort of like some of a strategy? Well, we basically never do any advertising. So we basically, uh, I think first thing we're doing good beer. It's probably the, first, the, help, the most yeah. important part. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, we always organize party here and there. Yeah. So I think that we, and I think we hire good people like Jennifer. Yeah, <laughs> of course. And, good, and people care about beer. So when you come to our pub, you can see people having fun, care about beer. So it really helped to have the, the uh, spreading the, the, the news. Yeah. And, no, by chance and probably uh, we've been able to, to meet uh, good people in the US and they bring our beer there and they've been put in good hands. And it's very hard to say. Uh, I think what we help is we, we, as soon as we open, we, we try to get, get out of thinking out of the box. Right. You know, think differently and, and be creative, not just focus on money. Uh, for sure, that's the way I live my my uh, my life so just win my uh, my money but at the same time it's the first thing you put the money first usually it doesn't work so you put beer first it should, should work right. but I don't have a sp- I can I couldn't write a book with the secret success story right. so it's just <laughs> So it just works for us. and it worked for us because it was, it was real. Right. So, do you think it helped that you guys were some, somewhat of first movers in the industry, being that you were doing stuff in the '90s when a lot of like the vast majority weren't? So you guys had fantastic beer from the start, and you were one of the early ones. So you kind of like secured your status. Yeah. So, yeah. In, in, in the industry that was very young but it was yeah. also different beers you were making too at the time you were making more Belgian style beers or yeah. weird stuff and that it most wasn't just like weren't doing it was really yeah. in my perception of it all it's very like it was British style beers a lot of like bitters stouts pale ales that sort of thing yeah. and I don't know like I remember DVC catching my eye because of the Pesha Mortel. Yeah. It's like, well, what is this? Yeah. This right. is weird. And uh, and then I think I discovered the rosé not too long after that. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tea? <laughs> Flowers? What is happening? Flowers so, and beer. It's crazy. Yeah, but it was at that point. Like, no one was doing it really. Uh, yeah. To me, and Alexander Keys was pretty exotic too. Right. Like, right. that was an IPA. Classic what was that? IPA. Yeah. <laughs> well, in some time when, when you start, start earlier, it's, it might be easier because... Uh, there's less competition, but at the same time, the market wasn't there. True. So uh, now I see brew pub and beer bar opening. They have like instance uh, success story. Right. Uh, when when we opened, uh, I can tell the six first six months. The, f- the first six months, we uh, we worked like fucking crazy. <laughs> so it's just. I, I, I was spending probably 20 hours a day at the pub, so... I think we read you, you didn't hire your first server until after six months, right? Exactly. Yeah, so, so you were like running the show by yourself. So just you and your partner, right? Yeah, like yeah partner, my girlfriend. Uh, That's insane. So it was insane. But, but cool and insane. It was cool and insane, but yeah, we, luckily we had good, good crowd during the weekend, during the weekdays. Quiet, yeah, right. and you know we were talking about beer in the journal, in the newspaper. Nobody really caring about, and so, and we have no money to, to do advertising. So, so that's why we develop like a different approach to be in beer festival, talk to your customer, you know, and make create party stuff, right? and yeah. make good stuff, and that's gonna work. And but it took a while. <laughs> So, so now I say, well, it's, it's tougher because there are more competition. I say, well, in the same time, there's a way bigger market. So it's, if you're doing good stuff, you can probably going to work. If you're doing bad stuff, 
football network. Right. So it's it's really different. It's really hard to compare. It's like uh, comparing the hockey from the yeah, hockey in the, in the six. No, it's two different different business. game, right? Yeah. How have you seen the changes? Like, do you how do you perceive the way that it's grown? Like craft beer being from nobody really interested in it to being somewhat of a burgeoning phenomenon like worldwide like everywhere has a craft beer scene now like yeah. how, did, how, how have you seen that grow well it didn't really happen like uh, in one one day really slow I'm in the resistance almost 20 years yeah. but yeah it was keeping going up, up and that was I always believe it would happen because people say oh, this is a trend I said well no when you start Doing uh, drinking good beer, you don't go back. No, you, do you might right. not. You might not just keep going, drinking better and better and you no know, happier and happier beer. But we'll never. You'll Start never come back. Beer again. No, yeah, it's just, no, 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 no. No. So, the create the market we have it will always stay for sure and probably. So, but it just ramped up way faster than right. I could even dream about it. So, but yeah, I think this there's a good communication of the, the brewer, and also um, when the um, it was uh, when we started, the the customer was a bit older, and now what we see, I was expecting that the uh, the, the growth of the market would go with the young people. Mm-hmm. So we probably saw their parents drinking better beer. Right. And they see this, and oh, you can have a color in the glass and this is okay. Yeah, right. You know, when I was bringing like a red beer or especially a black beer, yeah. oh, my grandfather used to drink that. <laughs> <laughs> so this was the comment I was having. It was right. kind of weird, so. But, well, I was doing a beer and giving free beer, so it was cool. Yeah. So, but <laughs> but the, the weird cool. So, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's all right. It's your birthday. Are you looking for a new beer? I'm always I, looking for it. We, can, we, can, we can always go for yeah. it. I've been taking my time with okay. it, yeah. sitting on it. It's just, we can. What's, I think there's something happening behind us here. I, I see that. Yeah. 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 I have no idea what it is, but. Uh, it looks interesting. It looks foamy. <laughs> it looks nitro y. Is that a. No. Or is it like a cask almost? It's probably not it. No, but it's, it's those quick chillers sometimes. Oh, right, right, right. right. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. flash chills uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah cool and I think it's uh, yeah it's a pretty nice device actually for right. so just say so when you're ready for a new beer cool yeah okay. not far off um, so for for both of you guys I'm not sure if you actually created any recipes in my life yes here no not yet well it's kind of a JF show and we do nobody else you're really open to input if we give you ideas you know he, he gets a look on his face and he goes off and thinks about it and right, he comes back right, and he's like right. okay so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I mean but I mean it definitely like you're the creative force here I well I, 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 I like to this is my 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 way of expression for sure and at the same time is I want to make sure that we keep we keep aligned so right. uh, sometimes especially the young girl they go like everywhere say okay mm-hmm. it might be fun on paper but no right. it needs to taste good so, right. Right. and sometimes are you ready to dump it that's the thing so right. and uh, so we have one of, of one of the brewer here uh, Francis is uh, uh, he's doing really small test batch and crazy stuff it, it was crazy yeah it he likes crazy. To, he really likes bread but he's it's definitely an experimentation like yeah. hit or miss but he makes some really good beers out of random little carboys yeah. here and there and yeah so and then you can we can pick up some ideas mm-hmm. so he has the freedom to do that my head brewer in, in Montreal uh, if they have an idea they can uh, write a recipe 
and I'm gonna take a look and if I agree I say well you know what I think it's gonna be a good beer let's do it okay and uh, sometimes it's oh, we should fix there here and that but yeah I, I with the time I said okay let's let's uh, give the opportunity to to, uh, to other people to create stuff but it's just I just want to make sure that it's gonna fit with what we're doing and and because our reputation at some point. So, uh, are you encouraged experimentation with everyone? Like that's encouraged in this environment? Because I would assume I, with any brewery, like sorry, with Jason yeah, specifically, well, it feels like. It. Well, like just by what I put the idea I'm bringing, so we always uh, bring a new idea. But yeah, so this is why uh, I bring a team that make sure that they, they care about beer because I'm, I'm on their input. Uh, I'm responsible also with the process, but I have. Uh, uh, people uh, to take care of the lab and bring me uh, idea where we'll, we should maybe work on this and make sure we can improve the shelf life with this. So you always get to a point you need people to help you and go uh, faster than if you just you by yourself just try to fix everything. And this is why I, I pick up really, uh, people that really care about beer and, uh, and, and have great idea for sure that yeah sometimes we, when we, we go with the uh, job interview so and you see well they're on brewer and they bring sometimes they bring you beer and so oh, this is what I'm doing that's right so I can see where they're where, at, where they're at. And, yeah. and you know well you're gonna probably uh, push me to to move on right. <laughs> and and create new stuff and that's okay so I, I also need that but I just want to make sure that okay just don't go just really they just do too random and you never know when you pick a bottle it's going to be good or bad so I want to make sure that and that's that's why we we, we try to do it sometimes in smaller volume so yeah it's not good it's just, yeah. well actually that's why we're here we brought you some of our home brew and no, I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> trying to get a job yeah, yeah just trying to get it. what do you think what do you think it's like listen to my mixtape like, you, you want to do it live <laughs> yeah we'll do it live I, I wouldn't want to see your face <laughs> no it was okay yeah we tried it last night it was yeah. uh, spicy stuff so for that, that's why I was asking if you had contributed. So what would be your for, for you, Jay, what was your favorite GDCL beer of all time? I, I don't know because like the first it was like my first love would definitely have been the Peche Mortel, but okay. that's not the beer I'm reaching for every day now. Yeah. Like I really I don't know. I don't know. I guess I can't play favorites, but I always yeah. drink the Morality. That seems to be That's like... That's your go-to? It's like, I don't have to think. I know it's going to be good. I like brewing it. It's just like, it's a tasty, good beer. But I really like the Heretic Obscura, too. Like, that was one that blew my mind. When that one came out, I was like, what is this? What are we doing? What? What is the Heretic one? It's a, it's a mixed fermentation. The Heretic? Yeah, the Heretic was a... No, it's 100% bread. The, the Heretic Noir is 100% bread? Didn't it go in a barrel and... I don't know. It just tasted good. It's right, yeah, it's right behind you. <laughs> that's not the Heretic Noir, that's the Heretic. Oh, the, Heretic, oh, the Obscure. The Obscure, oh, sorry, we changed the name. Oh, yeah. no. Too many beers. Yeah, yeah, no. It's true, though. Like, I can't brew, keep some of it straight. I make a different beer every time I brew. Though. It's yeah. never the same beer every day. That's fun. I also don't store information in my head, which is a problem. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm using it, it for. Do you want to no. do the lightning round? Do you want to bust that out? Are we on those questions? We can jump onto that, actually. Yeah. I just want to know from you, also, what's your favorite beer that you came up like, Well, there's favorite beer to drink, and maybe this might be the same question. The favorite beer you ever created, recipe you created, that the public can also have access to. 
It's a tough one. It's not. Yeah, it's like pick up your best. It's like what's your favorite song? Oh wow, that's serious. Okay, you can say top three. Top three is easier. Well, top three is easier. There you go. You need to fill up the glass. We can fill up the glass, yeah, yeah, before we get to the lightning round. Yeah. Yeah. But would it be easier to say the beer, that, like your worst beer you ever made, than like oh, your favorite yeah. beer? That's I think that would be easier to say. Do you know what? You, I wouldn't associate your worst beer with that. Yeah. Yeah. You can think no. about it for a second. But everyone, you know, they can't all be winners, right? So that's like... The, I don't know if I've had any... I, I have beer that I like more than others, but I've never had like bad beer from Judas Yell. Oh, okay. No, I wasn't thinking beer, like. just Judas Yell. I was oh, thinking okay. just like that I've ever made oh, or in my right. life or that sort Do you of have, thing. okay, then separate question while we're waiting for everyone. Do you have, what's your favorite recipe you ever brew yourself? Mm, I did a beer with a friend of mine when I was in school. It was a, um, a chocolate, chocolate, some sort of red pepper. Stout, a chocolate chipotle like, stout. Oh was, chipo- was it chipotle? No, it wasn't chipotle. I'm that sounds right. I've had chocolate But it wasn't. That was another brewery I used oh, okay. to work at. <laughs> Not the same beer I'm talking about. No, it was a, we were in school and we collaborated to make a, it was a chocolate stout that we then put some sort of red pepper through them. But I can't remember what the peppers were, but they ended up being like way spicier than we thought. But it wasn't even necessarily that it's my favorite recipe that I made because it was like the best beer I ever made or anything. craziest or most interesting? It was the biggest crapshoot that didn't turn out bad at all. And we were both, it was a very big learning process, I think for both of us. And we were just like, this is fun. This is weird. We like really sat down and thought about it. We worked together. It was just like a, I don't know, like the first like good collaboration I ever did with somebody to where like we didn't know it was going to happen. We were pretty confident it was going to be decent. But, you never uh, know, right? Well, no, and then we were just like, ah, have you ever made a beer with peppers? Me neither. What's See, what what do we do? When do we put it in? Oh, my God. We were cutting them up. Like I remember just like my hands burning and being like, oh, what have I done? But it turned out fine. Amazing. Totally fine. Okay. Like, oh, yeah, so that's the okay. most memorable one for you, which yeah, is probably more was, the question. Yeah, it was more of like, I think it would be my favorite, too, just because of like the take-homes from it, too. It was like a big right. learning process. And right, like learning right. to like, maybe it was like the first time where I realized that I actually did know something. And I... I could maybe start calling myself an expert or right. somebody on the road to be an expert where it's like, okay, I do know what I'm talking about more than some people and I can trust my instincts a little bit more, my knowledge, and be a little bit more confident in myself as a brewer. That's awesome. I'm like, oh, okay, it's not just like following a recipe someone else made. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Gentlemen. So from someone who, one of my questions earlier was going to say from, so it looks like JF was a home brewer and you went to school route as well after home brewing. How important do you feel is for people who are home brewers and looking to get into the industry? Because I've seen people like who have went and gone to Belgium. Yeah. You, you probably know Sam from Sodas City. Yes, I, think I do. Sam. So Sam went to Belgium yeah. to do all that stuff. Germany. Germany. Yeah. Well, same thing. Europe. Yeah. Same place. <laughs> um, go, you know, and spent with the Master Brewer program. Mm-hmm. Some people go to the Niagara School, which seems like it's a great idea. And some people just do the JF route and home brew and figure it out. Mm-hmm. From someone who's kind of dabbled in at least two of them. How do you feel? What do you, I guess there's no path, or like, how do you feel about that? Like, for someone who's starting out, like, what would you suggest? That's the thing. I don't know, because like, I tried to when I was sort of homebrewing, getting the idea of like just like trying to figure out how I would navigate getting a job in brewing. I was like, what do I do? So I started like going, I'd go to beer festivals and like try and talk to people, and then you know, be like, wait a sec, these people don't give a give a fuck. I'm just like some other beer geek who's just like, give me a job. It's just like, that happens a lot. Right. So I can imagine. But going to Niagara and being in a school and being in an environment with other people and having access, like that was one of the, probably the best thing I got out of there was a network. Hmm. And it ended up being quite a strong network. Like it put me in tight. Through that, I inadvertently like met JF, who, you know, three years later gave me a job. Right. And I met people 
just, you know, like Jeff from Indy, who's become a good friend, and, you know, he's just like, a, he gave me a job. And, right. you know, just friends, friends who have become business contacts or vice versa, and just like having a network of people you can, just for inspiration or for, you know, technical help or that sort of thing. Like, that, I wouldn't have had access to that right. if I hadn't have taken the program. So, I mean, Jeff, thank you. Important. Yeah, I, well, I wouldn't necessarily say that, like, that's the only way you're going to be able to get a job. Um, but uh, it definitely helped. It helped me. Right. But um, and but yeah, I mean, like my giant, most biggest takeaway of it was I got a really great network. So okay, so what is talk, talk about the school, the like school. and how I got into the, the yeah. industry. Like what, whether it was important for. It's, um, it's gonna help, sure. Yeah, because you did, and that's what I was saying. Oh. You went the homebrewer route, correct? But it didn't exist really when you were. Getting that's probably a good point. Really. It was, uh, at, my, uh, at my time, it was uh, only two way, basically three. Uh, it was had to go in Belgium, uh, Germany, or in US, right. and it was uh, both. Uh, it was way too much expensive for what I could right. So the other way was you home brewing. You could find a job in the brewery, so nobody hired me. Mm-hmm. So I started a brewery. Right. So too bad for them. So I'm working for them. But yeah, so the, the, the op- there was not a lot of options locally back then, cheers. right? Yes, what are we, cheers, uh, what are you drinking? Guys? So it's Samuel's number nine. Samuel's number nine is uh, it's a blend actually, and it's uh, it's it's aged in uh, in barrels. So it's, yeah. it's basically our uh, Danavonotis, our uh, Belgian IPA okay. that we age with uh, with the Seabockthorn uh, and. Um, it's Cibok, the Cibok Torn, the Cibok Torn. The Cibok Torn. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Cibok Torn. Right? No, not a cloudberry. I always mix it with the cloudberry. No, Cibok Torn is, is our grisier. Is that the name of the beer? That's an ingredient. It's a berry. It's a, a berry. berry. Okay. Yeah. Do you know it? Huh? Oh, because you like sort of like... I'm just agreeing. No. <laughs> no, but I'm almost getting like a strawberry off yeah. of it. You can smell it, but I, yeah. I I wouldn't really describe it. I can't describe it as anything now other than sea buckthorn because right. I saw what they look like and that's imprinted in my brain. We don't have we don't have some here. Hey. No. Hey. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Sea buckthorn um, is pretty weird. Uh, fruit is actually it's coming from Russia, but it's been uh, now they, they, they grow it in different places. They used to, to uh, grow it as a windbreaker. Because oh, right. it's, 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 a, it's like a small bush. A little bush that sits on kind of the, in the sand by the beach type thing? Is it a... I can grow by the beach, but it's also, there's uh, some, uh, uh, it's also that a discipline, spine, not a... Sapin is, is it fur? I, can never, I can't remember my, my trees in French. Sapin just means tree, doesn't it? No, it's like a certain type of pine. Oh, it's Christmas like a fur tree. or something. No, no, the sapin is, what's The needles. The needles. So there's like big needles on it. Okay. And there's like uh, yellow orange fruit, really tasty, cool. but really, really sour. It's All either right. more orange, orange, or like mango orange, yeah, like orange. really like yeah. vibrant orange. Nice. And the way to crop it, you have to cut the branch, freeze it, and then when, when it's freeze, you shake it and then all the berries, berries fall. fall. Yeah. Wow. And so it's really tasty fruit. Uh, so we do uh, like a saison with it. So we had some, so we blend it with, with the IPA and we age it in, uh, with old heretic uh, barrels. So there's uh, bread in, that, in those barrels. So it ages with bread. So amazing. And so it's a blend of the, those two beers. With yeah. Them. Well, there's, crazy. there's one beer fermented with the fruit aged right. in the bottle. Damn, that's intense. It's delicious. It's I really, really like good. it. It's super sour. Mm. It's fantastic. Okay. Amazing as always. So we'll run through these lightning round questions. Like yeah. I said, I'm always at lightning. So yeah. 
Do you guys have a guilty pleasure beer? So that is like beer that you'd be embarrassed to admit to <laughs> craft beer nerds. I'm not drink. embarrassed at all, but I have one. Break it down. A uh, Sanka. A Sanka? It's oh, so really? good. <laughs> it's so oh, good. Hang on, Sanka about 50? Yeah, no, yeah, about 50, yeah. yeah. yeah that's that's mine. Too. That's my yeah. guilty pleasure. About so good. Okay. Uh, I don't really have. I'm perfect, so that's uh, <laughs> obvious. Yeah. Okay. I don't no. drink bad beer. Yeah. Okay. No, actually, the funny thing is, my my father used to drink about fifty, mm-hmm. so that's the first that's beer I was drinking. And yeah, if I go up to a place there no crap Nothing beer, else. Yeah. There's about fifty. See? Yeah, I'll, I'll go for that. Tell everyone. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's so delicious. Yeah. And on my Facebook, again. you can even see some we'll pictures sometimes. <laughs> no, when, when it's probably okay. This is about fifty days. So I was like, okay, so, one of those days. All right. I don't feel so guilty anymore. Yeah. We railed him because it's a podcast. So I'm like, why? Like, yeah. when we did one episode and he was drinking the fifty, and we're like, yo, what's up with this? And and it keeps coming out since we introduced this part. People keep saying. 50, so I'm like, well done. Well, well yeah. done. See, see, you should feel I've, maybe a bit of shame because you're supporting like a big right. giant multinational, like right. potentially evil corporation. Right. Potentially, Instead potentially, of people yeah. like, I'm just trying to be objective. Here. But <laughs> what you should do if you want to be a good person is buy beers that are made by people like yes. us. But if you must drink a Sancon, it's fine. Yes. It's solid and it, I've never had a bad one. Mm. It but even tastes good. I always it. have it in the bottle. I can't yeah. say I drink it on tap mm. much, but it's, yeah. if there's no other options. Fine. But if, if we, we have time for a, a, a story, I can. Oh, of course, I, we have time. Mm-hmm. I can Please. tell that uh, in my life, probably the best beer I, I had in my life was yes. Budweiser. But there, there's a story. Please expand on. Please, there's a story. <laughs> please. I hope there's a story. So. Uh, I used to spend uh, many time in New Brunswick uh, at Kuchibuguac National Park, okay. uh, my vacation, and uh, so we have friends there, lobster fisher. And so I'm going with them uh, fishing lobster. And like the first, first time I was on the boat fishing with them, so it started really early. Way early than I usually wake up. It's mostly the time where I go to bed. Right. <laughs> Talking like five, six a.m. So yeah. yeah. So go on the boat really early. So you work all day. It's pretty tough. You know, oh, fisher, yeah. uh, lobster fishing is a tough job. Can imagine that. And so, um, so you spend all the day fishing. Uh, it's with the sun and the boat always moving and so you get thirsty and everything and on the way back to the docks so that's okay that's the time where you can drink the beer yeah so my friend what they drink is Budweiser yeah so I'm not a snob let's go for Budweiser so yeah. I, I was on the top of the of, of the, the cabin just looking looking out looking out drinking the Budweiser worked hard all day yeah and, yeah. and it was probably one of the best beer of yeah. my life I was just so happy to <laughs> This is that situation where the best beer you had is the best beer, in, or is the beer in your hand at that particular yeah, 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 yeah. You're proving that yeah. expression right. Yeah. I have to say, at the second one, I was feeling well. I should probably move on. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would expect a bit more hop, and yeah, it doesn't yeah, have yeah. it. So okay, but the, yeah, the first the time, sip, I remember the, the first yeah. sip was. What a beautiful day it was. It's like that, <laughs> yeah, that after so, work beer yeah. is always the yeah. best beer, regardless yeah, of what it is usually. But, but in the bar, I prefer the Labas 15. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, skipping the next one, coming back before, uh, what's your favorite top three Judiciel recipes or, or beers that you have personally brewed? Top three so you don't have to choose the favorite chart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> or even, in no particular order. Yeah. yeah. I have on, over 100 child. Wow, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I actually read there was 250 in so, total. I said over 100. Well, that's if the Gazette was right. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the, 
it's, it's pretty tough. It's still pretty tough to say. Uh, it's really depending the moment also. Yeah. Uh, but for sure, I, I'm still really proud of the, the Bishop Hotel. I, I love coffee, so yeah. I, and I love stout in general. So, and yeah, I, I still have a lot of pleasure to drink that beer. Um, I could say also the heretic. Um, I love bread beer. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and the heretic is a beer, it's a dangerous beer because I said, well, then open the glass. Just keeps going while I'm cooking. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh shit, it's always empty. Oh. <laughs> oh. We're good to goes down so and smooth. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and third one, and not make people cry and say, Dad, why did you left me on the side? <laughs> and, <laughs> I don't know. It's, I like it's, it. No, it's, it's pretty tough. Uh, like maybe one you're most proud of, isn't it? Like something that maybe has like like of all time, maybe one that resonated with people a lot, if that helps. Um, or maybe one that didn't get the shine that you yeah, thought that it should deserved, have. Yeah. Like you're like, oh man, this beer, I'm so proud of, but yeah. people just didn't grab to it like maybe Pesci or something. Well, I have a recipe that is, it's definitely that doesn't have the shine, the shine I, I'd like to, but most of my customers hate. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I can keep it for after. Okay. So, but I would say actually the the Rosé de Biscuits is also a beer I'm pretty yeah. proud of it. Uh, you know, it was a it was a crazy thing for a beer festival because we tried to do new stuff for beer festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I used to. Uh, I, I don't have a lot of time anymore, but I used to play uh, uh, African uh, percussion, the, the djembe and the... Nice, drums. I don't know drums. Oh, yes, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, so I, I spent a lot of time with the, with the Africans in Montreal, and they, they, they drinking hibiscus beer, we call it the jus de bisap, sap juice. And so when I taste that, I said, you know what? With the, and the wit beer would be would nice be cool. with the wit beer, yeah. But the wit beer would be pink, so people would say, ah, this is weird. Right, and, what's going on? And so, well, let's do it for the festival. People are going to laugh about Call it. Call it a rosé. And then yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. But people love it so much, we had to do it again. Right. And again, and yeah, again. Yeah. And people say, hey, you have to bottle that. Yeah. And, but I still think that we've been able to find a beer that pleased to people who are not too sure about tasty beer because it's not bitter it's more like uh, tart and yes. and it's, it's paired very well with a lot of food seafood mm. fish um, so and so it's pretty easy to, to it's been a beer, a beer pretty easy to bring in restaurant and, and right. push the, the beer scene into the restaurant it's approachable so, for someone pretty, isn't yeah. used to yeah. craft beer that beer is a bit of a dark horse for me too I don't drink it often but every time I do I'm like oh yeah awesome. why did I drink this yeah. beer <laughs> Not a sour beer, but the pH is pretty low too. Yeah. You always, I just always have this impression in my head that it's sweet because it's a wit beer and it's, it's pink. And every time I try it, I'm like, oh yeah, stop being judgy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It's so, like the pH is like 3.4 or 3.5. Yeah, with, like with, with the flower bring the yeah. beer right, right, right. So actually, that's a beer that been pretty good for us in the US because it was so out of the box. Unique right. too. And, you don't yeah. see a lot Some people of use hibiscus, but just a little bit. You don't have yeah. a hard time to get it. So no. Yeah, you put it right in there. Boom. Yeah. Own it. And people say, oh, yeah. this is cool. Yeah, and tasty and everything. So, and, and some people, oh, this is a girly beer. No, so we have, uh, sometimes we have two bikers. Who, uh, yeah, yeah. They're not in the house. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah they, but they, they have the beer Harley Davidson, yeah. all the letter right. color, and they call, oh, we'll take two rosé. Give me rosé. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Beautiful, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's it a really it good tasty beer, great. so I would say. But if, if a beer that doesn't shine and we do uh, an absinthe beer. 
I had that at the, yeah. uh, the brew pub. An absinthe? Yeah, absinthe yeah. You had it? Did you like it? I like it, yeah. Okay, I never cool. had a Judas LB I didn't like. Okay. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Uh, this one. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's really... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I want to do... I love absinthe. And so sometimes people do absinthe and you... Same thing, you, you put just a little bit in it. Right. You kind of no. taste it, but not really. Yeah. Yeah. So I use a lot. So yeah. a lot. So it's really bitter, but it's, it's, the bitterness come from the absent roots. Yeah. So it, it's a really aggressive bitterness. It's not like hops. Right. So, and with the, the hydrogen in it and, uh, and all the seeds we use, it's, 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 most of people just hate it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, with Stefan said, well, we, we should keep doing it once in a while just to say, hey. But oh, yeah, we have people, they, they love that beer and they keep, hey, when you can brew it again. And so, yeah, sometimes you, 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 you can brew just for the rating and everything. Sometimes you have to stand out and say, you know what? I think it's an interesting beer. Yeah, not, not everybody likes it, but right. it deserves to be brewed once in a while. Interesting. Okay. Um, Side note from the, uh, the other question. The slowest lightning round of I all know. time. Yeah, got the fastest round. Yeah, yeah right? That's <laughs> the remix. Yeah. I just want to know real quick, I think people would want to know, like, how did, is there a story behind Pache Mortel and, and how it got its, like, I feel like that would be the biggest mythical beer in Canada, period. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong. I know it's a big call. And almost certainly with, uh, with the company. Is, is that correct for one? And two, is there a story behind that that sort of, like, or is it just one of those organic things that just happened and now you've got 500 people buying tickets to buy the barrel? Yeah, I, well I think this is a bit organic because when uh, I decide to, to brew the beer the first time is uh, by this time there was a lot of uh, mocha porter, uh, coffee stout and it was always, yeah, uh, I kind of feel a little bit of coffee but I'm not sure. No. It's a, hey, if you put coffee just don't Right. Uh, it. Just like yeah. dump it in. I won't taste coffee in it. It needs yeah. to be major ingredient, but I know it costs a lot of money. So yeah, 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 yeah. But no, it's go big or go home. Yes. And so, and like I said, I love coffee. I drink a lot of, uh, I have my very good espresso machine at home and you know, pretty uh, uh, tough with, with when I go taste coffee in different places. And, oh, you're a coffee snob too. Yeah, I'm with you. So, right <laughs> I, so I decided to, to design a real coffee stout. You could hold oh, this differently, there's coffee in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I figured that, you know what, could, the beer could support a coffee at this point, what would be an imperial stout. So right. it had the body, some reasonable sweetness in it, the alcohol can help that. So that's how I create the beer the first time. And so it tastes so good just during the fermentation. It was just, ooh, wow, okay, we have something here. And the first batch just sold out so quick at the pub, right? And it, so we were giving brewing once in a while, and people were talking about it. It was the, also the beginning of the great beer, the website. Ah, it was a great timing, right? And it was the right timing actually. And uh, and great beer was quite popular in Quebec right at the beginning, and so we've been able to rank up pretty quickly on on great beer with that beer, right? And. What happened after is uh, we uh, we tried to export some beer for a beer festival. I think we forgot to send you more beer. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> oh, you want beer? Uh, okay. Sure. <laughs> Come, we'll I try. feel so bad now. Hey, <laughs> 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 uh, So where was my story? Oh yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
sorry. Um, okay, so yeah, so we tried to export some beer for a beer festival in Chicago, and, and even to send a few keg, they said, no, you need an importer. Ah, oh, shit. And we had a queue, it's okay, just call Shelton Brother. Now they're, they're dealing with really small uh, brewer and uh, they might be interested by you. And actually, yeah, they, they saw the, the reputation we had, they said, okay, we're gonna help Montreal going to taste your beer. And they said, okay, we want to get your beer. And by this time, the regulation was saying, we cannot sell beer outside of the brew pub. We, the beer that we, we brew there cannot be uh, sell outside of the pub, just drink there. Okay. But that regulation stopped in Quebec, so I, I don't have to, write, to sell it. In the brew pub, you can. Outside the brew pub, I can sell it in the US. Oh. So that's what we did. Right. We brewed and bottled by hand uh, yeah. two pallets of Peche Martel that we ship, we export in the US. And we make a big event about that. Nice. Just to say, screw you. Right, right, right. right. So we don't have right, and we had people driving from Montreal to, to buy go, the bottle wow, in the US man. and bring it to back. To leave the country to get a beer so from it, their country. <laughs> I think it's helped create also like a myth so about that. And yeah, right. and but, but the flavor of the beer made most of its job for sure and, right. and take its place. But I think the way we, we did it and, and also, yeah, we do a, a coffee beer and it's simply it's coffee and nice. like you taste it, you feel it yeah. and it's, it's good beer and I think it's also what people really focus now so when you say you put an ingredient make sure that it's, it's, it's not just on the label it's, it brings something right you know? that's dope and then of course the barrel aging part of it right so that's how the myth kind of got started and then the barrel aging started we, we did the bourbon way after right uh, when we had room for what was the first year you did the barrel the bourbon barrel oh it's quite late I think it's 2005 okay or 6 I should go in my my paperwork but it was at it was at group out first okay and then uh, uh, I guess and, and then, then we, we had so well, I'm not. I have to say, I'm not the biggest fan of bourbon beer. Right. So, uh, I think some beers work really well, and some of the beer, the bourbon tend to go Good over. Power. And even when we do the Peche Martel, we try to have a balance with the beer and the bourbon, because we we blend. We always blend some fresh beer with the bourbon. With it, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's because so. sometimes we. we when it's too strong. It's directly, it's too strong. Yeah. You get the bourbon right in, yeah, your, nose, right in your face. And you yeah. go... It takes away from the beer, right? Yeah. 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 So I prefer to have a balance. I know, again, for the Raider and everything, people would buy say more bourbon. <laughs> yeah, but I want you to drink a full glass of it and not be... Right. And not have this much yeah. and be on so, your uh, yeah. backside. Yeah. So it's, and it's only 10%. You can drink a glass. Maybe not two. Yeah. Definitely not three. Yeah. But <laughs> one, yeah. So, and right. yeah, you should... Finish your glass. Oh, that was cool. So, right. if I think go too much on bourbon, yeah, you you get stuck with the vanilla yeah. flavor and everything. Right. So that's why I prefer to have a balance and make, uh, and and so that that's the way we, we do it actually. Mm. But same time, some sometimes bourbon go on beer that's over the top or doesn't fit. So. But definitely, it worked well with a coffee or coffee beer. So that's right. why we keep doing large volume uh, of, of the bourbon uh, Pichon Motel. And yeah, over time, it's just taking kind really, of really big, big and, and that's cool. It's essentially, yeah, someone said to me recently, it's pretty much like the currency of essentially a Canadian beer Well, <clears throat> there was, uh, I had uh, an employee, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's looking, he's, he's spending more time than me on the, on, on, on the web and say that people pre-sharing 
the Pichu Motel right now. Wow, yeah, they don't even buy it and they share it. Before they <laughs> oh, shit, man. Okay, so, so this is great. That's amazing. But that's cool. I, I just saw the people read, buy it to drink it and enjoy it. This right. is what I want. So. I think a lot of people just stash it. Like I was saying, a French show, I mean, he had like a, a literally six shelves oh, yeah. of all the beers and he said he had the full verticals for the last yeah. like five years. Mm. Oh, you can see some different year to year depending of the bourbon barrel you yeah. have. Uh, because uh, I try, when I can, reselect. Uh, I like Buffalo Trace, give me a really good result. Uh, Five Rose gave me a really good result too. Um, so I know I, I never, if I, some people try to sell me uh, Jack Daniels, in no way, no, thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good yeah, well, I, I don't judge. judge. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. just, it's not. Doesn't it, suit it, your beer well. No. Yes. And I know people doing Asian beer in Jack Daniel's bar, and they have a good result. Yes. The beer is good, I can. Yeah. But I, it doesn't work well for, for, for right. my beer. But so, yeah, I try to sell it. And, and every time, sometimes they're, re, they're always freshly emptied, but that's. There's variation barrel to barrel. It's part of the right. Process. It's gonna taste different year to year. Batch yeah. to batch. And that's kind of the fun yeah. of it, right? Yeah. All the barrel aging yeah. stuff. Okay, that's awesome. Um, all right, the more lightning round, molasses round. Um, <laughs> beer you would decline under any circumstances. <laughs> so if you go to a party and someone's like, "Hey, you didn't bring anything," which is probably not gonna happen, but they're like, "Hey, we got this in the fridge. Would you like this?" What would that be? You would knock back. Well, you it's, can't say Budweiser. But actually, the thing is, yeah, I, I'm not a beer snob, and it, you know, I think I prefer like drink a, a beer from a major brewery when you go on real light beer because yeah. they know what to do in that style of beer to tone it real down and yeah. minimize yeah. the flavor. <laughs> and some some microbrewery try to do like a light lager, and right. it's just disgusting. Yeah. So because right. they just don't have. The, Technique to do it, and, and so not and to call out names, but like a light lager from a craft brewery trying to taste like it's what you prefer. Yeah. So, some, sometimes I know, yeah, it's DMS and oxidize and everything is so shit. No, no, they, they're good with the high game because yeah, 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 they do that well. Bit, right, 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 right. Yeah, so uh, well, I don't have a specific. I don't know, I find, I, I'm trying to think because like basically every time I go to my parents' house, my dad has like the worst beer ever in the garage. <laughs> and so I, I just won't drink beer. I'll like get yeah. my mom's stash of wine, but with the beer, I'm just like, yeah, I'm okay. But I'm like, what does he buy? He buys like Sleeman's and it's more just like, I would prefer just to drink my mother's delicious wine stash yeah, 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 than yeah. like the bland beer that right. my dad's buying from the beer store. Right. Um, so that's I respect but that. that's it. But yeah, or like if it's a like, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to call anybody's names out, but like, there's yeah. some, yeah. oh, there's, yeah. there's some like craft breweries oh, that just like oh, they craft. put out really? like yeah. not so great beers yeah. that aren't clean and that sort of thing. Right. And I just like, I find it insulting that they're sending that out to their it's consumers like, thinking we're not yeah. going to notice. I'm like, what do you mean yeah. I'm not going to notice? This is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. How did you not notice that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, so I, there's ones like that where I'm just like, I'm going to leave that to the side. So I'm not like, I just. Yeah. Well, like again, the, 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 uh, first glass of Budweiser, so, uh, <laughs> uh, not Budweiser, Budvar for sure. Yes, the, yes, the, yes. The American one uh, is okay. The second one is, it's not just not good, it's just so boring. Yeah. I prefer to drink something else. Right. Right. So you can handle yeah. one and that's kind of your limit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but yeah, but same time, it's always depending, with, I don't want to look like a beer snob. So yeah. I, 
Of all uh, people, I feel like you've earned it. Yeah. You know, I feel like you could be a beer snub. Yeah. I think it's pretty respectable that you don't. No, I think it's you're, very You don't want yeah. it because you yeah. could be like, no. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> so. in the same time, I try to explain to people, say, oh, a big word, just shitty beer. No, they do taste less beer. Yeah. This is right. yeah, 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 different. Yeah. They have a, they have a, a time and a place. Is what yeah. Yes, exactly. And okay. It's wet and it's alcoholic. Yes. Sometimes that's yeah. what you need. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're on top of a boat alcohol, after lobster yes. fishing. <laughs> in New Brunswick. Well, I would say this. They also have usually they have like a like cold forty five or I octane I don't know what yeah. so they're strong beer which those one I usually don't really like because it's, they 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 it's give you headaches oh yeah <laughs> they, they usually really sweet and, yeah and isn't that, yeah. wasn't that one of your isn't that your decline beer PBR is mine oh PBR is yours yeah. sorry. just because I we drank it away we do music we were on tour one time and we yeah. all had PBR the first show we were in a hotel yeah. Yeah. just all of us headaches and stuff the next yeah. day and I've never touched it since I was about three years ago yeah. so I haven't touched it since. but yeah they're the regular beer yeah it's just yeah after a second one it's just oh, so bored yes yeah, exactly <laughs> I feel that yeah. um. On the other side, favorite beer style? Hmm. Brown so. ales. Nice. That is my jam. I like that. That is my jam. I, I like think it's that. so underrated, and yeah. we need to have more of these, and maybe we need to start making one here. There's one in Montreal, but I'm just, you know, I bug JF about this probably on a weekly basis. Yeah, let's do it. The Castelno, have you tried it? Twice a week. It's just so good. Why don't we do it? It's the Castelno. The Castelno. DDC? Yeah. And it's just a nice brown ale. Is it just a bread, like a nut brown or just like a brown ale? English brown ale. It's made with brown malt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, I guess good. done well, it can be really, really good. It's just good. Yeah. good. It's like everything you want in a beer. It's roasty. Yeah. It's got body, but not too much body. Yeah. It's not that high in alcohol. And but you don't have to like sit there and think about it. You can just drink it because it's beer and it's good. Mm. And it's a really good beer. The thing is, uh, I I know it's really hard, especially in Quebec. Brown ale is pretty tough to sell. It's, is it really though? Yeah. Yeah. Is there's, it really? There's a really, <laughs> there's a lot of bad brown ale. So right. there's that's some good the problem. There's too many yeah. bad ones. Yeah. There are some great ones. Mm-hmm. And some people say, oh, it's really sweet. No, it doesn't have to be sweet. It's, uh, so, and we should do it once. But you know I would sweet. support that. Okay. <laughs> I would. My birthday's in October. Is that October? All right. Yes, so October. that's a yeah. nice birthday present. Please. Yes, all right. <laughs> it's done. This on is the public. internet, the never forgets, James. Never, never forgets. Okay, so the favorite beer. Oh, what's your favorite beer style then, Um, This is not a tough one. <laughs> Um, we ask all the tough questions. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have to pick another favorite child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but not specific. But general, yeah. Like if yeah. you had to have a go-to kind of like with Jen, like brand now, like not even yeah. thinking about it. Like if you had a, like I'm thirsty. What is your automatic preference? Yeah. Well, the thing is, it depends how many beer I want to drink. <laughs> That's a valid point. Yeah, that is very valid. Yeah. yeah. Um, for sure. I, 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 I definitely likes, uh, like uh, high PA, but um, I always make sure to have a stout in my fridge. I, I love stouts and dark beers uh, in general. Yeah. Um, so I would say it's one of my favorite styles. That's why I also have a lot, I love many recipes of different uh, stuff. Yeah, because you're yeah. such a fan. I like. And the other side I would say smoked beer. Smoke oh, is your yeah. favorite? I love 
love smoked that's meat. That's actually favorite. very good segue. The next yeah. question is least favorite style, and the last like two or three podcasts, people okay. said their least favorite is uh, smoked meat. That's the most yeah. common least favorite. Really? Yeah, yeah. I know. And I thought, yeah. we, we brew smoked beer, and it's the, one of the hardest beer to sell. To sell yeah. Because that's something people love or hate. Yeah. There's nothing in the middle. This yes, no. No, there's no uh, middle ground. It's so, such a bold flavor. You have to like it. Yeah. I love smoked beer. I would say I love smoked beer. Good. Yeah. 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 It's like the Germany. That's yeah. 50 I mean, smoked beer. Where? So, least favorite without, you have to go specific to styles. Like, if you would like, or let me just choose, you don't have to hate it, but it could be just like your, the opposite of the go to. Like, it's one of the, like, I would like for me, like a barley wine. Like, they're cool, but I'm not going to go out of my way to drink it. Like, if you offer like, yeah, but I know they're like usually 10% minimum. I can only have a little bit. It takes like, a bit of time. Yeah, like, it's just not that yeah. into them. So, just to put it in perspective, that's what I'm talking for me, it's a wit beer. Really? It's good, but I just don't care about them. So like, many other better options. You're I like, just don't I'll care. Whip, like, yeah. why coriander? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And it's just, okay, whatever. Like, I don't like brewing them so much. Right, like, right, right. They just, I'm annoyed that I have to grind this coriander. And, like, I resent you. That should be about that. So, on scale, it doesn't put you. I actually time. don't have to brew this beer very often. Or yeah. I'm always on the second brew, so I don't have to do that annoying uh, stuff. Okay. But, like, I do have a lot of resentment towards coriander. And whipped beer. That's and one of those things that, like, people either love or hate as well. I coriander is, like, because I love coriander. But a lot of people, like, can't even be in the room with coriander. Oh, I don't, like, like hate the taste or anything yeah. I resent the work it makes me do right and like I'm not I don't think it's that awesome that it should take like 15 minutes of my day to grind it right like right. that's mostly it it's, well tell us how you but, really feel about I know <laughs> I mean like I'm working on that <laughs> also the only time I have had good whip beers but it's only ever been at breakfast with eggs benedict oh so wow. maybe this is like my one that caveat. should be a thing it's good that sounds great it is good yeah. if you and like is it is it including bison See, but I like bisons better than whip beers, and I think it might be the coriander. For sure. But it's more, I don't know. I don't know really exactly what it is. I'm just like, I don't need you in my life. Mm. So that's, <laughs> that's it. That's very valid. Yeah. Do you have the least? I mean, it's pretty tough. I would say um, really light lager is probably... Uh, yeah. yeah, I was just about to say light lager. Nice. I, can, I can see the technical behind it. Uh, it has a time and place, but I mean, there's way better options when you're thirsty. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good one. Desert Island beer. So this can be specific, doesn't have to be DDC. It can be any beer. If you're going to be on a desert island, then you can have unlimited of that one beer for the rest of your life. For the rest of your life, on that beer. What are you basing this criteria on? <laughs> so people have asked that before, like, is it hot? Is yeah, it sad? Yeah, can yeah, I keep yeah, it yeah. at the temperature? Yeah, yeah. What's a desert island? Do, do I have a fridge? It's hot? You, yeah. Yes, you do. You have, you're able to keep the beer at its premium consumption uh, yes, requirements. Yes. Is there like a brewery on site like constantly popping out? <laughs> let's yeah. say, let's <laughs> yes. Pumping out fresh. You know? yes. Oh, it's fresh off the line every single fresh time you drink it. Every on my desert island. Yes. It on your desert island. Yes. Yes. It's you. the That's best it. desert island ever. It's it's desert island. But they won't rescue me, but they're going to send me beer. Yes. Whatever beer you want. This actually sounds really doesn't sound like a problem. It sounds really like, yeah, like, sign me up. Just society in general. So this could be great. Sounds great. I might still even go with a brown ale though. Nice. Like a well-made wow. brown but like, ale. But can you, can you have a specific or are you just going to go with generic brown ale? Oh, see, no, I don't know. See, I can't make decisions. This is hard. Yeah. But I would, can I pick two? Sure. Yeah. Okay, it would be probably like a nice, like, just like, not an overly hoppy brown ale. I know some people really hate brown ales that have hops, but I don't. Like an American brown ale, I can do it. But no, I would probably go more with like a British. 
more the, the soft uh, yeah just because it's not gonna like kill your palate constantly but it's still gonna be interesting enough and then maybe for like really hot days and you don't want something that, 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 that thick maybe I would pick like something along the lines of like an ultra mosaic which is my new boyfriend um, it's like hoppy but like that nice those fruity hops but light but a little bit also yeah. like a bit of body and some sort of something interesting right. as well to like refresh hmm. good choices, well, good choices. Yes. so me that would be an arval Oval, yeah. So What's I keep hearing about Oval. Which one? Oh, the O R V A L. Yeah, yeah. The Not Belgian. The okay. No, 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 yeah, yeah. no, no. Oval, Oval. Okay. Yeah. Can't tell the difference. Okay. Uh-huh. Interesting. That's a good choice. It, it's happy. You have red. It's strong, but not too strong. It can age well. It's everything. You but you're getting it delivered fresh, anyways. <laughs> but you can also choose to age yeah. it. I guess it's up to you. Yeah. And you just stash it, and then you can trade it without Maybe, the desert yeah. islands. So many, so this is, I would need like a year to think about this question. Yeah, this maybe is, yeah. So maybe, we could, maybe we could come back in a year. Maybe yeah, we we'll should discuss yeah. this. Yeah, every bottle yeah. of this will come back yeah. and we'll just, yeah. uh, see how it goes. See if I've changed my Marinate mind. Marinate on it a bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, on the other side, underrated style, either style, brewery, or city, or country. It's like a region, style, or a brewery that you feel is not getting the shine that it deserves. So... You don't have to highlight another brewery, but maybe you're like, oh, I went here and it was, I don't know why people don't talk about it so much. Like, I heard Asheville, North Carolina is like the next, uh, what did they say? Next, like, Denver, the next San Diego or something. Like, it's the place. So, do you guys have anything like that? Like, an awesome place, doesn't it? Have you heard of it? I've, I've heard about it, I've never been, but it's no, all no, definitely no, on my it's radar. Like, it's like the left li- liberal, like, oasis in a Republican right wing. With, like, a butt ton of good breweries there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Crazy yeah. breweries, I think, lots of good weed good food yeah. mm-hmm. like mountains and stuff like it sounds like this mini paradise they have water which is pretty important for yes. yes. <laughs> and apparently good water yeah. yeah is there anything like that so it doesn't have to be a place but like a start like is there anything that comes to mind when you would say underrated or at all or if it's a tough question, you could say if there's like a new trend. This is a tough question. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I think we need a new beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need a new beer. Lucky, we got party JF today. Yes. <laughs> it's like winning beer. Software shop. He's putting it on. <laughs> so, yeah, we need a server. What do you feel for? Yeah. He's usually a fun guy, too. Yeah. Uh, it's not, it's not just acting. Yeah, what are you saying? Not just acting. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Something that's close. I'm going to turn red. It's still daylight. What was the other guy on the top there? Let's have more beer. Uh, I think we still have some beer. Put it. Yeah. And there's no party like a DDC party. Oh, I have Hey, don't, don't suck. <laughs> I hope it's not happening. It's the disco ball. It's, it's Saint Jerome, so it's yeah. not Mr. Monster. It was super fun ball. last year. I was yeah. a dancing queen. It was nice. very fun. Okay. You gotta be wild? No, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> not that wild. I like to sleep, but. <laughs> I, feel, I feel that. Sleeping. Sometimes I dance. Depends. <laughs> So we just took a quick break to uh, refill the beers. So, uh, do you guys want to tell us about this one? This yeah. Boy here? So we call it uh, l'herbe de ton. So that means uh, the grass that make you lost your way. <laughs> and so it's a really happy. We call it like a new world style triple. Uh, so it, it's fantastic. It's based on Belgian triple, but uh, really more happy than a traditional uh, Belgian triple. Right. So the the the. Um, the focus on this for for on the hops is the citra. Okay. So it's really citra forward triple, and so uh, it's ten point half percent alcohol. So, Damn. but 
but the hops really cover the sweetness and the alcohol, so it's quite dangerous. So that's yeah, that's, that's the uh, that's grass that make you less joy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you can quickly empty your glass and say, "Oh, what's going on here?" So yeah, so Lava de Ton. So if you, uh, I show you later the the label. It's pretty cool. Too. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, oil. Actually, that's the one question. Oh have. yeah. To keep, uh, I know we keep this lightning round question. We never get through these. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing that's very, very specific, I noticed when I first, my first uh, GD cell via uh, Rosé back in like, I don't know, 2011 type of thing, and it drew me to it was like, I think someone showed me like, look at this beer with the cool painting of this beautiful this woman label, on it. yeah. Like, this is gorgeous. Where does that, seriously, I'm not joking. Um, no, why is that fun? JF and I just have an ongoing debate about... <laughs> the labels? The, the, yeah, but and we'll, we can leave that out of this <laughs> question. It will take too long if I get to that. <laughs> that's fair. Well, you know, we have time. We ain't going anywhere. Um, can you guys speak to the, the labels and how that, you know, because you've carved a very, very unique... It's your look top, now, it's your... Yeah. It's your top now. Beer's been a certain style and being fantastic, which is why it's spreading. The labels very much assist in that, I think, in its own... Yeah. Well, I had a chance to, uh, to, to, to meet a friend when I was uh, at university. Um, so he was studying in uh, graphic art. And he's a really talented artist. He's a, he's a musician. He's, he's drawing very well. He's singing. He's writing. He's doing basically everything. And so I was a home brewer. And by this time, I was uh, brewing the fumisterie. Uh, so this, uh, well, the fumisterie now is a hand beer, but. When I was home brewer, it wasn't a ham beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's going to be close to be legal, so we'll see. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, so I was doing that beer. Uh, so um, and he asked me, "Can I use your concept? I had uh, a work to do at the university to to build a brand, the visual, uh, the, the marketing about it." So so I, I'm well, yeah, sure. I I don't really I'm home brewer, so I don't say yeah, it. So of course, use the name and do what you want. And he came up with. Uh, with, uh, with the label and it was wow this is beautiful yeah. it's really fit fits the beer right yeah. the, fit, the beer and what I, I'd like to have like, as a visual and so later when we, we started brew pub so we wasn't needing any label because it was a brew pub and when we were going to the beer festival we said well it would be nice to have a visual so hey I think you have like a trying that could you know fit that and so he was having already so many painting. So yeah, just, just display them exactly. Yeah. So naturally, when we start doing label for the patient Martel and everything, so for sure it was a go-to guy. Right. And so we develop a relationship where it's uh, almost our ex exclusive illustrator. And so and we we wanted to to make it a way that I give him the name, I explain the beer, and he has the freedom to do. Right. What you want. Nice. And you come up with some sketches and something, well, not sure this, oh, this, oh, this isn't dressing. And, and so for him, it's pretty interesting. He used to work, now he's, he's actually, he's a, he's a teacher, but he used to work for a big uh, marketing uh, um, company. And so he had to follow everything, okay, you, had, you, know, you do advertising for Coke. So, so right. you, have, you have freedom in, uh, in the small box. Right. So, yeah. so with, with us, it was, okay. Uh, so that's, this is how it happened. So we're pretty lucky that to have a chance to, you know, sometimes you agree, you have to, to look on different business and basically uh, uh, just uh, try to find the, the one that find you the good ID. So we had a chance to have a friend come up 
he has a, um, a really a good drawing for us. And also for him, it was kind of a, of a, a way to promote his, his own art right. on the ball also. And actually next week he's gonna do um, an exhibition in Montreal just with all the labels did. Oh, cool. So, really? Yeah, the, the city of Montreal offered him like a place to do an exhibition nice. uh, for his administration. I want to get the information. I'll, so I'll, I'll give it to you. Yeah, please. Uh, it's going to be on the Facebook. Yeah, okay, yeah. perfect. Next, next uh, Thursday is the, uh, the opening. Yeah, okay. Can the come on? No, I didn't. Okay. Oh, well, you got right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this was going yeah. on. <laughs> oh, my awesome. Yeah. Like, I think I'm on Thursday. Oh, yeah. That that works yeah. Out well. yeah. So, yeah. The most people are going to be there. It's going to be really happy. So, he's, pretty, he's, work, he's working on this for a while. So, when he got the call, I said, oh, for yeah, sure. That's awesome. Want to do that. So, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So, it's the same guy the whole time. Right? Yeah. The whole, we mean, have some new illustration now with Leila, who is now is in charge of uh, uh, all the communication. She also an illustrator. And sometimes we realize that we have name or concept that Yannick says, well, it just doesn't stick. Right. So instead to be forced, right. and sometimes Leila says, no, it is this guy, my kind of project. Mm -hmm. So, and... Leila did the Tamarindo this year. And it yeah, was exactly. Awesome. It was so Leila's a designer too? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. And she did oh, yeah, the actually, you met her, yeah. No, she's the one yeah. who arranged everything. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That's how we started speaking. Yeah, she's she the Sambio 7 so the, and 8. Yeah, the yeah. Sambio, that's his drawing too. But her style her is very different from. It's really different. And that's a nice yeah. thing. Yeah. Switch it up a little bit. Yeah. 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 So, and again, so we're uh, going to release uh, another beer soon. Actually, it's a whole beer. That's going to be the first time going to bottle it. It's our Voyageur de Brum. That's an ESB. We're bottling it? Yeah. No one tells me anything. It's I like this idea. Uh, it's a secret, though. It's yeah. So, but Yannick did the drawing because when it was exactly in, into his, his spec, so right. it's, oh yeah, I want to do that. It's going to be a recall label. That's awesome. So, yeah. Okay, sick. Another question on that as well. We keep yeah. coming back. Where did the name come from? It's an interesting name. The question I have all the time, and, and I don't have a really specific answer. That, that that's the thing. It's probably I was pretty drunk when I talked about. <laughs> hey, that's, that's a fair answer. That's, that's a very fair I was answer. drunk, bro. I don't know. I feel like a lot of stuff comes from. Well, the, the, the story is, uh, yeah. When I started as a homebrewer in Quebec, one of the the. The, the, one of the trends of the craft beer was really the Belgian beer. Right. I think it's our, probably our root with the language, uh, with yep. the, the French-speaking Belgian. And um, so all the Trappist beer was really popular and everything. And actually it was a style of beer that was really uh, like to brew. Right. So I was trying to figure, try to find a name of like a pseudo abai, or try to find like a monk name, but I was definitely not a monk. <laughs> <laughs> and I come up, Actually, also with the, the I, I realized something that even if Quebec was really strongly Catholic, we never had any Habi who brewed beer. Right. Be and the explanation is just because after the, the British took over the country, it, it switched directly to be an industry owned by the Anglo, mostly uh, Molson, O'Keefe. And, uh, right. So, so the Trappists here do uh, chocolate, uh, marmalade, and. Uh, Caramel. You don't do cheese? But, um, cheese, yeah, cheese. that's your right. Oh, right. So, but no. But no. <laughs> so, so I was, and also we have two cells also, like an expression is, oh my God. Right. So this is this is how it come to yeah, the zero cell. Who uses? Is it like your grandma's expression? Yeah, it seems like, like, it's like an old. Uh, yeah, it's quite. Yeah, it's old. Like a yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they say they 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 say it more in English now than in French. You're gonna say it. 
No. Oh my god, or Jude Cell. Jude Cell, we don't see. Okay, because we, I say, I would be like, oh my god, yeah, or OMG, because I'm now. Yeah, yeah, Because you're dealing with the kids, right? Cool kids. But in French, we don't see it that much. I thought it was like Mon Dieu, like what did it say in French? Mon Dieu. Or is that, okay, because then there's different, there's like dialect. Is it Quebecois French? Is it France French? Is it Belgian French? It's, it's more like French, French, so that's why we don't say it. Uh, okay. yeah. That would make sense. But that's also an expression. And that's, that's how I just make kind of a loop with that. But the idea, we start from there and try to make it real. It's, oh, dude, yeah, like, oh. So it actually used to be like a name of one of my beer, probably one of my oh, first okay. really good beer. Nice. It was a problem. <laughs> Bring it back. Yeah. Yeah. So and so, oh, JCL was number nine batch. I remember. Wow. So it came up. Oh, it should be cool for the, the, the rename. Yeah. And we started there. So. It's fun to say. I don't think I can say it correctly, but I. Try. Every time you do it, I say it to JCL. Everyone's close enough. Yeah. Everyone thinks we're saying JUS, like ju like juice. Ju. Yeah, I've had that before. People are like, what? what are you saying? Judas, yeah, don't you know this stuff? And then people are like, oh, dude, this, oh my fuck. <laughs> I'm a French bro. Try yeah. working here and trying to explain where yeah. you work. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you know it. You know it. Trust no. me, you know yeah, it. Yeah, you know it. with the angel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, DDC, people say a lot. Mm -hmm. In the US, are oh, you going to DDC? DDC, right. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like in the trading circles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of that, I'm really glad we're sitting here with you. One thing that I've always wanted to, about the, the brew pub, like, are you considering just like kicking the neighbors out upstairs and making the second floor? Because I just, I just want more room there. Every time I go there, I'm like, man, it's I just wish there was more space yeah. here. And I understand the, 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 the Montreal thing that it's like uh, scarcity. Like, it's. It, it keeps it sort of like you know, there's almost always a line or something like that. And I'm like, man, I just wish I could just mm. there was more room. Is is that ever a consideration to expand that location? Well, the um, for the for the second floor, there's no big chance because the structure of the building uh, will not support uh, a lot of people. Uh, that whole building is not really in good shape. Okay, uh, so there's no <laughs> other option. No, to expand no option. And, and I think there's regulation would be tough. I think we could manage something with the with the city, but. Now the building, we know how it's, oh shit, it's going to be, um, well, just destroy the building and do it again. It right. be simple. Um, if the neighbors move, you now the, uh, the locksmith, the locksmith yeah. you can take it for out. For sure, we'll take it. Okay. Uh, but it's, the thing is doing really good business too. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> not going yeah. so and moving, it was in the box to maybe moving, but no, moving a business is... Yes. Yeah, Where yeah. would you move to if you did? Like, did you have any options, or would you stay in the area? Please stay in the area. Well, <laughs> please. But like, no, we stayed. Uh, definitely, want to stay in that neighborhood. So it's, it's not. I feel like there's a lot of places. Like even the place, like uh, just up the road on the same side um, on Laurier at Saint Aubin, like that whole thing in there. But it's probably the same size. It's been empty. For it's ages. about yeah, yeah. I know it's like, what we do, and yeah. There's like a lot of empty spots, unfortunately. In that little yeah. vicinity. But they also the thing is open bar in Montreal is it's pretty tough. You have to be a certain distance from another bar. They change uh, on Laurier, they change okay. the regulation on how big a bar can be. It's okay. uh, yeah it's super tight. Eh? So it will be really tough to move. And I, uh, and also we yeah, we, we had a lot of dif different idea about it and say I love the spot. I it love the vibe of the spot yeah, and yeah, I know yeah it's over full and so well this is I guess what that's it what is. It's a good look right? anyways, that's what it is, like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. In Toronto there'd be fifteen of them. Like, yeah. that's just how it right. works there. Whereas, yeah. like, here I do enjoy the fact that the businesses aren't money focused. They're just like, this is where we at, this is it. If you need yeah. the line up, if it's full, it's full. Well, that's part of the beauty of it, too. Like, Judas Sale feels like Judas Sale. Like, right. I remember coming to Judas Sale before I 
lived in Montreal and was like, yeah, this is place, this place is unique. And so then, like, awesome. Yeah. yeah, but you would risk maybe losing that ambiance if you went to a different place. Yeah. Really and then yeah. it was like, oh, you know, the old DDC was better. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, yeah, good so, point. You can't win. No, well, no, it's more just like it is what it is and mm. just like, why? Just get there early. If it's not broke, yeah. don't fix it. Yeah. The, 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 the biggest move we made is really open up the place here. So, one, yeah. And I don't say we've oh. never opened up something else in Montreal. Uh, maybe it would be like um, like a barrel aged thing, or I don't Ooh. know. It's just, I'd be down with that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well I'd be down with that. With that. But just moving that old place would be pretty tough. I'm yeah, kind of, that's no, fair. It's, it's my little baby in the same time. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, I'm just being greedy. But yeah, I don't think. <laughs> but in, you know, we, we need to have the really good energy and the good situation to do move and to do it well. Like you say, yeah. to do. You put the money first. That's the thing. You're ready to do a pretty quick move, yeah. uh, and really try. Oh, we have to make sure that we keep the standard what we have, of course. and uh, and you know keep expanding here is, is uh, pretty demanding. Yeah. Uh, make sure that every beer we do is still the same quality, and uh, we right now that's what we do. We focus on that. So instead right. of just focus on growing, growing. So. Right. It's not so much about that. Like yeah. it's probably more. To, you could be growing the. the the production business as opposed to the brew pub business, which is probably easier and essentially more lucrative from a business standpoint? Well, the brew pub business is pretty lucrative too. That's so. true, I guess it's like less overhead. <laughs> but uh, but the, it's, it's, it's more like a global thing. Right. And, right. and doing more beer with the same quality needs a lot of work. I and imagine, I, won't, yeah. I won't keep that. So Have you ever had, um, like, scaling a brewery is probably one of the hardest things I think to do because of the, the, the consistency issue. Have you guys had that had any challenges with the growth, particularly like expanding out here and then you gonna you know you went from a pilot system like you said five hex five yeah. to, to these bad boys yeah. like Oh it, it wasn't that bad actually from five to twenty five. Okay. Uh, I think it's a, it's, it's a reasonable size. It was easier because here the water is softer than Montreal, so it's an easier move. Cool. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it took a few batches at the beginning and we could uh, have the idea how the all the tweaks had to do on any recipe to to, to fit and uh, so it wasn't too bad okay but the bigger you go the harder it is right I can imagine and so it's um, I, uh, it's no um, the system here is, is good and if I would go if bigger than that it's, well yeah we, there's always a way to to uh, to get the same quality but it's, it's my and also you have more tool and uh, more controls, it's out to you. Yeah. But it, it is, uh, on some beers it's going to be easier. You know, scaling up an IP I think is, is, is easier than scaling up a, a, a strong beer. Because the fermentation dynamic and True. the ester and everything is way more uh, subtle than managing just, just the hop character. Right, because yeah. it's not like, oh, well, it's double the size, it's just double the ingredients. Like, there's a lot more chemistry yeah. to it, right? Yeah. And we'll tweak things throughout, like... The process? Yeah, or, yeah, or just as we notice, we'll, you know, somebody will say, like, I wonder what would happen if we, like, drop this by one degree. You yeah. know, and just just to see what would happen. You know, we'll just, or we'll do little, tiny little refining things, so it's not like you just, like, set it and forget it here. Like, it was right. a... As it's always a work in progress, right? And yeah. we can always do better or we can always do worse. But yeah. uh, Well, we're know. looking to do better. Yes. Okay. I don't think we've done worse, personally. But, uh, <laughs> you know, but I mean, we really like, it's it's not like, oh, this is the way we've always done it, so we have to do it this way. Like, right. you know, like, 
we're open to refining practices. Oh, definitely. Like my, that, yeah. I, I think I, my my brewing process improved in 20 years, and even beer that I, I, I still brew today, I think it's better now than it was 20 years so ago. So, for example, like Peche or, or Rosé, are they better now than uh, 10 years ago? Uh, I think they're more uh, constant, batch batch. Right. Yeah. Think about the equipment you have access to now that you didn't have access also, to yeah. ten yeah. years ago too. But right? if you talk about uh, the, the Voyage Alibrium, the best way of my pretty first better and IPA, uh, British IPA. I think they're better now than they used to. Okay. Uh, so it's yeah, it's it's not just to repeat the recipe; it's really to fine tune it and improve it. Hmm. It's okay. important. No, absolutely. Um, yes. Okay, cool. I was, that's what I was going to say. So let's. Uh, <laughs> I think we were in the middle of these guys really quickly then. We're in the world's we slowest lighting The round. world's <laughs> slowest lighting round of all time. Actually, I actually have one question here which you actually answered. Best beer you ever drank in your life. So. That was, uh, that was a new one. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever have one? The best beer I ever drank in my life? I don't know. It's it's always situational for the me. The greatest of all time. You don't have one that just was like hands like, down. Even like this that, like that's a really good beer. Story, right? like, yeah. It's memorable, just like that one you were saying before about the the one you brewed the the, the Chipotle style. Yeah, but I've had like, a, like so many good moments with beer in my life. Like that's a hard one. You're I blessed. I am hashtag blessed. Yes. What's yours? <laughs> yes. Best beer I ever drink. I'm not gonna lie, heady talker. I'm just like, yeah. the, the, it's just the greatest thing I've ever had, which is why I was excited that when I found out the alchemist morality yeah. was it. Mm. Yeah. I had one of my most memorable beer, memorable beers, has been the the wind um, from um, God. They're those lovely people in Vermont. The wind. The wind. Really they're like just like a, a hippie dude. His name's Jamie. He's like, like no, no, no. Lost Nation. It's Lost Nation. Lost Nation. Oh, it's a wind. It's okay. like a dry hop, citra hop, like goza. That brewery is nice. They're just in like this wow. little tiny, weird little town, like yeah. middle of nowhere in Vermont. And they make these. They're like hop profile is very like citra mosaic. And he has this really nice like goza that. He does something weird with the fermentation. It's like a, a lager yeast and he ferments really hot and it has this really weird like yeast character and he has really, really nice Sounds delicious. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I don't describe things well, but in my yeah, head yeah, yeah. it's like so good. Like I wanna be this guy, like this beer's Canadian girlfriend from camp. Nah. Like it's just such a nice beer. The artwork on it is beautiful. Like it's in this barn just on the side of the road in Vermont. Sounds really cool. And it's just a nice place. They have like Sausages, which I always like having a sausage. We should go. We're, we're going to be in Vermont in uh, two weeks, yes. so and John is not answering our emails. So yes, to get you to. <laughs> <Yeah. Cool. laughs> John, John, John is pretty hard to get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Reaching for the stars. You're reaching. Yeah. Yeah, never know. Um, okay, that's a good one. So yeah, I think we're saying uh, the either. Well, this could go. So it's underrated style, brewery, city, country, or fave. Well, or if on top of that, like a favorite city destination or country. So maybe if there was like something that you, I don't know, some people said like, you know, Portland is a great beer destination. Or like, you know, we really love Portland. Detroit's pretty dope. Like, where would you go on beer cation? Yeah, what you're yeah, like, beer like a favorite yeah. spot that's sort of like, and, and one that might potentially might not be as well known for that, which is what I was saying, Asheville before. Um, for myself, like, it's maybe more because I feel like I really only scratched the surface there, but I feel like I can do so much damage, is Chicago. Oh, That is yeah. my kind of town. Yeah, like, their dive bar scene blew Shy my town. mind. Like, I love me a dirty dive bar. Yes. And they have so many good ones, but you'd go into, like, these dirty old man bars. Yes. And you think <laughs> you're just going to get, you're just going to get, like, 
Budweiser yeah. or I don't know Bud, whatever. Bud they Light and Miller off. Light or something. But it's this sick lineup of you know there's like three Floyds on tap and there's Half Acre and oh, there's like all these right. really nice like and local awesome, beers. This awesome grimy like, dark they dive tavern. They never touched it. This is like a sl- a new dream I have. Right. It's like I want to buy like a tavern. Like if I could buy like Tavern Jari and just turn it into a sick beer bar. <laughs> but like keep it, keep the keep that lovely yeah, 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 yeah. and the yeah. the musk bar. In there. Yeah. Like, yeah. But just, just the wicked like, beers on tap. That's it. Like not yeah. tell anyone I bought it. Just all of a sudden, just like start yeah. like, popping in these sick beers from everywhere. Sick. And be like, what? But still keep figured out. Yeah. The oh, they'll figure it out real quick. Like, fifty like, on tap. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. But you need them in there just to have the yeah. uh, what's that crazy Laurent Laurentide? Laurentide. Like yeah, yeah, that's crazy Quebec beer. Yeah. That was horrible. But the dude said you have to drink it warm. Sorry, that's true. Yeah. The barbecue warm. Well, the story is the story says the same thing than the Canadian actually. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, it is. It's just repackaged for Quebec. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty and like. Oh, the Laurentian's right here. So yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. We're in the Laurentian right now. So. Are we? Yeah. Oh, I can't think. Yeah. I had no idea. It gets nice when you go like. 10 minutes north. That yeah, way, yeah, we went to um, like a couple weekends ago. North, to north, north is the other side. I don't know anything. <laughs> 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 you, know, you know what I mean. You're right, actually, because we went to Tremblant and I was yeah, yeah. driving past, like, yo, we're going to be there in a couple weeks. St. Germain yeah. wasn't too far. And I just met, like, the mountains start really early. Like, it's, it's insane. Like, yeah. Yeah. You get out of town and then you're just like, what? This yeah. is here? And you're, I always forget. And then. I'm very lucky in Montreal, yeah. I think. Like it's, oh, it's like you know, in Toronto, you gotta go. Like, how far is like calling two hours, hour and a half? Yeah, they're not really mountains either. They're no, just, like, blue mountains. Yeah, they're it's cool. They're not, but I feel like we're really lucky <laughs> because like a large island. Yeah. We're in one of the, the higher apartments there, so we're out here. We can see like Montsegur, uh, Bruno, and stuff from our balcony. What's the other one? With a with a. No, what's the joint where the uh, apple farms and stuff are? I'm having a blank. Yeah, so you're seeing all of those from there. And then, like, then you look the other side, like north, and like, you can kind of see, I guess, it's up here in the background. It's pretty pretty cool that, like, it's two seconds away. And I guess from, from here, it's probably, like you said, 10 minutes even further. And it's, it, it seems like there's quite a large brewing community. I remember we were at Piazza Saber in Summer. Mm-hmm. Met a few breweries. I think there's a bunch that were around that area as well. So it seems like a, a thriving uh, beer community on top of uh, just a beautiful place to be. Yeah, okay. I can really even think of uh, the Barrel Roulant in Val David. Yeah, yeah. Like which is uh, um, Microbrasserie du Lièvre. There that's in Montlori. Yeah, that's in Montlori. Oh, really yeah. Well, it's like two uh, hours from two? here. Oh, so. what? Okay, dude didn't say it was that far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's okay. pretty. pretty it's a hall. I like it. It's a nice drive, though. Yeah, nice I can drive. imagine. I was there last weekend. Was, really? Yeah, it was last weekend. Well, I was in uh, Fermanuve. I went snowshoeing oh, okay. at okay. Uh, yeah, Mont du Diable. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I did you seen the devil? The what? You, you saw the devil? I was the devil. Oh, you were the devil. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that explains it. It was their like, um, Festival de Raquette. Yeah, it's like snowshoeing. I go with a group of friends every year. We like seven kilometer hike up a mountain. We pay a snowmobile to bring in our alcohol. Whoa, really? That's awesome. We got Mount Brasserie this year because they had a real good deal on their uh, their cans. Oh yeah, yeah, that's cool. So what? They bring the snowmobile brings your alcohol up to like a cabin. Well, he'll bring whatever you want, but we have our priorities straight. Uh, to a cabin in water, time. food, no. Yeah, just and then, this is yeah, this is a good plug for like tourism, Lauren too. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Cheers, guys. It was very cheap too. It cost me like eighty bucks for the whole weekend. Whoa, oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Good. Okay, we should consider mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I'll look into that. But we did transport our own beer from Montreal, but they had this little base. Um, 
It's like their little base camp. They were serving the um, beer from uh, the. Yeah, well, I see. No, no. That, oh. that's what we brought. Oh, it's good. Oh, that's what you brought. Really oh. good. The uh, what's the, Liev, du Liev yeah. in uh, Montlorie. They had a little keg of that there, but it was the lady was not ready to serve it when I was there, and I had to uh, uh. get hiking up a mountain for dark, so I didn't get to try it. But um, fair call. Yeah. That's Maybe awesome. So as far as the like the destination, so you will be saying that like. I can't remember how we got into this now. She got Chicago. Yeah, yeah we, Chicago. We, we had a lot. Yeah. Chicago. Yeah. That was a grass up, make you laugh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 exactly right. Yeah, this temperature. Where are we? What are we talking about? But yeah, Chicago. Chicago. Beercation, Chicago. Beercation. Beercation. This is a tough one again. God. These are hard questions. Hard like, question. it takes I love Portland, Oregon. Nice. So, nice. That's a good one. I, I, like, I really like the vibe of the city. Yes. So it's just really. Keep Portland. Uh, though, it's, uh, keep yeah. Austin weird. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But also, uh, but for sure, I. Uh, kind of professional relationship with, but, uh, with Brussels in Belgium. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. So I know a really good place and good brewers. Nice. So I had a wonderful time there. And uh, there's really bad beer in Brussels. Is that it? Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Really? But this is really as much beer. bad as good. When yeah. the bad beer in Brussels is bad, sorry. No. When it's bad in Brussels, what is it? What kind yeah, of bad? When, like, they have a lot of generic lager. Okay. Just like everyone's just like, try Cronenberg. Too sweet. <laughs> okay. Over, over yeah. sweet beer. Jupiler? Jupiler. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cronenberg is dangerous. Uh, no. Yeah. Like you, no, you has. Like you said, one one of my best beers in my life is probably Cantillon Girls. It's standard one, right? It's, yeah, it's, I love this beer. Mm. Do you do you have relationships out there that you would like collaborate with those guys? Uh, well, actually, uh, we work. Uh, we 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 did a collaboration with the Brasserie de la Seine. Uh, is a really good friend of us, and. Uh, Jean from Cantillon sent us uh, some kind of a slurry from his barrel, and that's oh, how we do nice. our mixed fermentation here. Right. So yeah, Sweet. That's cool. so have a magic uh, connection. Yeah. 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 Have you been? Has that been released? That stuff, or that's what you want? Oh, actually, what you drink behind? Yeah, that was the uh, Symbiose No, not Symbiose. No. The Exorcist. Oh, did we have that today? We have that today. Right? No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> we got on a mission to find it, and you came yeah. back with everybody talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, is it what I was looking for? Oh, you, I thought you mentioned you were like, exorcist, so turn. You came back with everybody turn. So I guess it's the beer that makes you get lost? Yeah, yeah. yeah. everybody got lost today, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's never, it's never a loss if we're drinking No, no, no. It's, it's always an adventure. Oh, absolutely. Another thing I wanted to ask was, um, do you guys have any beer trend predictions? So every time, I was telling Scott last night, so I mean, every podcast we've been doing, I'm obsessed with the New England IPAs right now. Yeah. yeah. Mostly because of scarcity. Um, I haven't been able to leave Canada for immigration reasons, but now I'm good to go. Yay! So I'm, I know, right? <laughs> so I've been there for, for quite some time, so I'm excited. I've been watching Instagram, like, jealous of the kids, bastards drinking treehouse and, like, all this stuff. Mm. And I've noticed that that's really where the, the, uh, the needles are moving, at least in the States. And I've seen that uh, Canada is generally... I feel like you guys are moving at your own... Like you're in your own space, you don't even need to deal with any of that nonsense because you know damn near 20 years, and, and you know you don't have to prove anything to anybody. So, but I mean, so I, I would like to see the Canadians, uh, the Canadian breweries, sort of like 
not follow because you don't want to follow a trend, but that's where, what people are after, what their taste profiles are after. I feel like that's pretty, you know, somewhat of an indication of that. I'm seeing more and more of them pop up. Um, do you guys have anything that you're interested in or that you maybe see coming up after? Maybe if, if that little Northeast IPA fruity, low IBU style um, passes in a year or two? Is there something next? Do you have any? Or are you guys just like... I don't we just do our own thing. We yeah. just do our own Well, yeah, that's the thing. I, I, I don't really follow trend and I'm not looking to create a trend. I just... Uh, do what you like. When you feel, when you what I feel like my, to drink. And yeah, my product evolved, you know, changed. I, you know, I, something I really enjoy 20 years ago. I, I used to uh, really like really, uh, uh, caramel flavor in beer. Yeah, uh, I still like it, but not always. Uh, it's, it's normal. Yeah. I can't do it the same like I used to. No. It's, yeah, it's too no. much. What it's too much, in, yeah. In, in what format? Like in like a, like a brown ale type of caramel or in like a, a like a stouty porter? I think even in a brown ale it, or in like a stout, if it was too much caramel to the point where I would confuse it with diastole, that's going to just make me yeah. just get angry and yeah. go to bed. <laughs> but like it's... Uh, if it's too sweet, I think I've, I've noticed too as as I've been around the brewing world more and as I've been drinking more beer and exposed to better beer and better beer. For me, the thing that makes a good beer is if it's got like a drier profile at the end. Like that's a I know that's not always appropriate style wise, but I don't really care about that. It's more like I want that beer where it's not like hanging around your mouth at the end. It's like kind of dry and it makes you want to have another one. Like main beer company was the, their kind of trademark is bone bone dry finishes. I love that. I love it so much. I know you don't think it's super appropriate all the time. Yeah, no, some, and I really, they're doing really good beer, but sometimes I think it's too dry. And see, I love that about it. And I want, like, that's what I noticed about That's me, probably the biggest critique I'm giving to beers I'm drinking is that, like, mm, good, but I wish it was drier. Like, I wish I didn't have these residual sugars sitting in my mouth right now. Um, Sorry, everybody. Wave away, wave away. Yeah, that's, so, I don't know. That's just uh, why no, I, that's a good point. I don't even remember why I'm talking about this. Uh, we're talking about like trend. trend. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Trends, yeah. I know there was a big trend about dry beer, and, and yeah, I don't, I, some people say, and who knows, that I have a sweet tooth. And, <laughs> and yeah, I, I like, and probably when I, 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 I switch to craft beer from and, and the, the, every beer we could find on the, on, on the shelf, you had beer with full body, especially when, with the Hendrix beer, you always have it. Higher alcohol, usually more yeah. sugar. And, yeah. So yeah, so I, I, I like that, and and now yeah, I know people ask a lot of dry beer, and sometimes well, sometimes you go too dry if you right. it's, still uh, need a bit of sweetness there. I, to, I, yeah. I like, especially if you bring some bitterness, it's, you, you need the balance. Huh? Yeah, and uh, and is it how far did this drive gonna go? I, I don't know, but. Uh, I I don't want like to. Uh, I still love Scotch ale. Uh, it's well, it's just something I can drink uh, in the afternoon and pass you when it's dirty. Mm-hmm. You see, but you would do that or you wouldn't? No, I would. Okay, I'm like, uh, <laughs> no, I would. Well, well, so yeah. weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but no. After a day of skiing, it's just uh, yeah. Or you know, warms yeah. you right up. My quad is definitely uh, on, on caramel and. Uh, which one's the quad? The quad, the Rigor Mortis quad. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yes. 
but you know during winter during that beer is next to a fire pit it's just beautiful it's yeah. great it's nice. so, brandy so I think there's a beer for for every situation okay yeah. so you're not going to follow trends would you no. ever consider making one of the hazy kind of fruity low IBU IPAs if you not, does it does it even appeal to you uh De- depend. Uh, I know the, the hazy thing. I don't understand. It's just sometimes they're they're pointing. You try to find a way to make it easy. Right. You shouldn't be forced if it's a. It, it shouldn't be, be that forced. way. It's gonna yeah. be and, and I know it's, it's basically starting from the alchemist. It's gonna be really easy when, when it's young, but it isn't designed to be easy. Just because when it's young, it's still pretty cloudy. Right. Yeah. But if you have a heavy topper and you don't shake the can and just pour it in the glass, I know it's not tricky. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Sorry, John. Yeah. Uh, it's it's quite clear. It's not crystal clear, but it's quite clear, and, and it's, you still have a lot of character from it. It's clear. It's just now to to use starch or any finding to get it cl- cloudy because it's the trends. Eh. Right, you're kind of forcing the fact. We 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 know by experience if we clean the morality too too much. Yeah, we we lost half character, so we want we keep it cloudy, not for ish. cloudy-ish, yeah. not for the visual, for the half character, and then yes, you can see the difference. So we don't filter it; it's just strain. So we use the D with it without the D, right. and so we just keep the uh, the hops particle from the dry up. So there, there's some uh, tannin going through and everything, but we don't try to make it cloudy. And if you, and I know all the things that you put just a hop at the end, yeah, it's cool. The, but I think you also need kind of balance of the hop yeah. character, yeah. and also the danger when you just use so much hop at the end is the high you can vary batch to batch, and it's also like a. Uh, I don't think it's a it's a good thing if you cannot reproduce a beer. Twice the same thing. Exactly the same. Um, on that hazy note, I've been noticing a lot of people are using uh, lupulin powder. Yeah. Uh, particularly as a dry hop, yeah. I think that somewhat produces some of the haze. Have you? Do you have any thoughts on that, or have you considered using it? Have you used it? We did some or is trial. Is it ridiculous? Like no, it's thing? not ridiculous. It's uh, so actually we 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 we, uh, we did some trial with it um, because uh, yeah we. Uh, we got a call from our supplier saying that this is a new thing and a new product and now uh, and you look the way they, they separate the, uh, the, the hot particles oh, it makes sense let's try it we, so we, we did a few batches in Montreal it was pretty interesting and yeah because I think it's a good you, that's the point when you try to have more and more hops you're also having more and more organic matter and then you can have downside of it right. like the tannin and the right, right, right. Uh, the bad tannin and so it's getting harsh and everything so this was a way to get more hop oil without the, the chlorophyll someone the said chlorophyll was, yeah. yeah from the greenery yeah, yeah. Like it's like you're getting grassy. straight yeah exactly yeah. that's what someone told me or I read somewhere that that's it yeah so, so yeah that's why we did some we did some trial and, and on, on I'm, I'm looking to use it on my double IPA oh, if, right. if the test nice. last year worked well yeah, yeah. do you have any of that here? yeah it's in the fermenter right now nice. we did the dry hop the other day the other day, so we yeah. have to have like. Yeah. Francis did it on Thursday, yeah. So we did it with a mix of the lupulin powder. We had the mosaic and the simple, I believe. Yeah. And then he also used. It's the immorality. I don't even know what's in there. Well, there's Ruka. No, there's Ruka. No. It's the immorality, yeah. right? Yeah. 
We don't know our recipe by heart. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> That's what computers are for. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, but I know it was a mix of yeah. Well, yeah, I don't switch 100, percent so I just reuse the palettes, uh, put some in, try to balance, find the balance, balance right. and everything, and also not keep the profile the same right. and just improve the beer. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the first result was pretty interesting. It's in F1 or yeah. F2 right now. Yeah. Okay. Who could have like a small sample? Amazing. I'm fascinated with it, but I, I very much respect, uh, I like that you guys aren't jumping on that. Are you just like, you know what, this is what's popping right now, this is what the, uh, the, the suppliers are providing? Because apparently like I know some home brewers who are just struggling to get hold of it. Like for the, the larger people, like, I understand, but like the home brewers, you just can't buy a little bit of that. Like, yeah. that. From what I've uh, well, there's only heard. so much of it to go around. Yeah, and yeah. If, it's, if it's not well, mistaken, there's only a little bit in each hole. It's like, just like whatever's left over in your grinder after you right, eat, right? Yeah, pretty much. It's like a little speckly. It's just on the side. It's like hot hash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not exactly. Well, it's like keef. It's like Well, it's different. They used to, some people used to have some hop uh, hash. It was basically when you you do the pellets, so yeah, you have some resin sticking right, on the resin, on the yeah. so you could have it. So uh, we did have some from uh, from hops producer from Quebec, right. and uh, we did some very small tests. We don't have a really specific result yet, but the lipolin powder is a different process. It's really they, they really cool it and they shake it to, really to separate the leaf from from the gland, right. and then they collect the gland and. And, uh, yeah. So is it like a yellow? Yeah, it's like a yellow. Yeah, it's, yeah. Really, it's more yellow. I actually have a photo. Um, yeah. Oh, cool. It didn't uh... intend to do like a big block in the middle. So yeah. it's, it's, the process is not really easy. Actually. Is it messy? I saw it's, a, it's a bit messy too. Actually, it, was, it doesn't dissolve yeah. like super great, yeah. but like it really is just like it creates the haze yeah. and there's a sediment. Like, right, that you, you can't get rid of unless yeah. you filter. Then if you filter, the, it, the, the, from, yeah. the hazy beer come to the market way before that. So there's, right. That's there's like also a thing to like well, just amp it up. Yeah, yeah. There's a different. But the hazy in the New England IPAs is more because you're dry hopping on like the second day when it's still an active fermentation and there's some interaction with the hops and the yeast going on. Right. But, uh, does that, there's also like no filtration. And sometimes people to have like a trier beer, they use yeast that doesn't flocculate so well. So they have still have some yeast suspension. There's many different things. Right. So, but, uh, so like I said, I don't brew by number. So just no, that's cool, man. And so people, so it needs to be hazy because people think it's not. Yeah, yeah people are loving right the hazy. There's right pretty now. crystal beer that right. they're not filtered. It's just. It's yeah, one right. thing. The last thing I would pay attention to though is like unless the beer is visibly like you just poured me yeast. Yeah. It's like the last thing I'm gonna pay attention to when someone right. gives me a beer. Yeah, like, it's just I'm an aesthetic it. thing. It doesn't have yeah. anything to do with the taste per se. It's, well, it hmm. does if it's like a big slug of yeast in your glass. Sure. But yeah. Like sometimes that's gonna happen if it, you know you get the the butt of a keg or something. Right. Exactly. But, like, if that's actually like that's. Whatever for me, I just right. I don't care if it's hazy mm. or not. I care more about the taste and the smell. And yeah, or if I'm smelling it and there's like off flavors yes. in there, I'm just yeah. like, oh. But, but yeah, it's just, it's just now the thing that was really trendy is uh, is high pea with fruit. Yes. Uh, and right. so yeah, you can. I and I we we're doing one actually. So it's yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's pretty. Gonna try it. If it turns out well, then maybe oh, go yeah. with that. If not, especially with the type of hops we have now, it's yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Right. And Lots of options. Was it, and is the sour beer was gonna be like the main beer? I'm not sure. You cannot drink two pints of sour beer in, in the night. So for sure, the volume then dictate the market and say, well, if you need some volume, this might not be the type of beer you should sell. Right. Or just be your your flagship. Mm -hmm. and, just makes sense because yeah you just cannot drink is uh 
you know, really strong beer used to be very popular and just people are kind of tired to be drunk <laughs> and hangover. So yeah, yeah so so if you do uh, just your portfolio with 10 and 12 percent alcohol beer, so well, it might be tough. Right. So just it just be be your cost your customer sometime. And so would you drink that all the time? Would you and and that's a little bit what I'm doing and I try to brew what I'd like to brew and, right. and it's not really about trends it's, it's, and sometimes yeah like a hibiscus beer you try something silly and it turned out to be really good and people love it and then that so, becomes damn near flagship yeah, yeah and that's it so I like that but uh, yeah it's, it's, it's really uh, that's that's the nice thing we have about beer it's uh, we um, there's so many the, the process is complex. The, there's a lot of ingredient. The, the flavor spectrum is really wide. So let's enjoy that. Yeah. And that's something I, I found really sad when I go to a beer bar. They have like 48 line, and 24 of those line is a high beer. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm the same. And all like new, really. This is not a British high P on gold. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. It's all IP, 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 double IP, triple IP, single. Just a different version. Yeah, of different with version. Mosaic and Citroen. Exactly. And exactly. Okay, so it's awesome. Exactly. Do we have a lot more choice? Not really. Right. So it's just, so that's the problem with trends. You end up being yeah. it becomes yeah. like homogenized in the end. Yeah. Interesting. That's the last time I was in a beer bar. It was that problem exactly. And I love me a good IPA, but yeah. it was, I had one, and I was just like, I don't want another. Give me one. variety. I want something I want, else. Exactly. I want a brown beer. Yeah. A dark beer. I was looking for a stout. You want a brown beer? You really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was feeling different, you know. But I was, I was like, no. give me a stout. I wanted something like brown in color, like roasty flavors. And the only option I had was a barley one. I'm like, well, I don't want that either because it's Sunday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be like on my ass by four. Yeah. yeah. I can't yeah. handle that, right? Like I just can't. I just want like a. a waffable like something else but it was just like this is your option you have three Berliner Weisses 15 New England style IPAs or you know Northeast style IPAs and a barley wine. where was this? Oh. I don't want to say because it's my favorite <laughs> bar but it was <laughs> Yeah, but it wasn't like a good day for their tap list. Uh, I was like, okay. oh, I leave my house like once a week. Yeah. <laughs> if that, and this is this is what I get. I'm so spoiled, right? I just hope the <laughs> first one problem. problem. I just hope the next trend in beer, especially in beer bar, is going to be to be able to have small glass. Right. You like because taste like tastes or just like no pints like this. Yeah. Six ounces, you know. Right. But charge appropriately really? so you can have a bunch, try a little bit of everything, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I like that. That's my favorite thing about Yeah, uh, yeah he always gets pub. a flight every single every time. Every single yeah. time. I've never got a pint at the brew pub ever. And it's like $2.50 or something for the little, and there are sexy glasses now yeah. too that yeah. change them up. Yeah. And like usually you come to our table, whoever I'm with, I always convince them to get that. So it's like 35 like, yeah. tasters across oh, the thing. I'm you're sure that table. server wants to punch yeah. us in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but every single time, that's why I've never had more than like, how many ounces is it? Two? Four? The taster uh, uh, four. Four? Yeah. So I've never had four ounces pretty much of any, yeah. any DDC beer because I just want to try them all because there's always so many. That's interesting because I have friends who like, they're not like beer nerds by any means, but they're, they'll, they're people that will enjoy an IPA, but they get irked with beer bars because they can't get all the beers they want in pints and they uh, are of right. the mindset that so, they, if they're going to get a beer, they want, want a pint. A full beer, they don't yeah. care, but they'll drink like a, a pint of a 10% barley wine and be like, whatever, I want a pint. <laughs> I only drink pints. 
20 ounces or I don't want it. I don't get that. I like that, like, yeah. for me, like, sometimes beer is risky. You don't yeah, know Yeah, like, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want to dedicate to a $14 pint if I'm not going to get all these a handful of, like, tastes that sound good, and then if you're like, oh, that's the one, give me a pint. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Just like, or even, like, I will pay for a five-ounce glass of a sample glass or a four-ounce. I don't care, but it's like, you get that whole pint there, and you're like, I just send this back, because this this beer is full of something I don't want to put in my mouth. Yeah. My first trip in San Diego was I was alone. I, uh, I was uh, just opened here, and, and I, it was a travel conference, and so I have to go. So I find a flight tickets. Let's go. We fly in San Diego, and so I was uh, at the hotel. I rent a car. Okay, okay. Tonight the happening is there. So looking at the map, it was quite far off the town. Basically in the mall. So it was the best bar in San Diego. <laughs> Weird, right? But, and it was huge lineup, and they have mostly strong beer. And so I picked one. I don't even remember the brewery. It was a party, like 12%. Damn. I said, okay, I'll take a glass and give me a paint. <laughs> like, you have any oh, smaller? Yeah. No. No, that's what you get. Uh, I'm alone. I'm driving. <laughs> Can I get my bill as well? I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to do. And it was quite expensive, so throwing it the half away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how come you don't serve smaller glasses? Yeah. I'm beer, so. It was already 10 years ago. I hope yeah. it changed, but yeah, right. it was just, no, I don't want, it's, it's like when we opened the brew pub, we were pouring a full pitcher of strong beer, and even wow. we had the giraffe, which was like basically like a trillion yeah, 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 thing. Yeah, 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 the one you pour at the table. And then we realized that, no, it it might not be an idea right. to yes. drunk <laughs> and throwing and, and stick to the smaller glasses. And, and toilet, so yeah. tired of peeing yeah, yeah, yeah. the toilet. <laughs> Well, let's go to a point. Yeah. You know, for strong beer. Right. And even that, you know, so, yeah, 10% yeah. alcohol tank. No, That's all you need. And then we decide to go to glass. And yeah, yeah. people was upset and said, hey, drink a glass. Trust me, you'll get another one. Just and get another if one. You want you more, yeah. yeah. You're going to clean up your glass and then, you know, it's going to be uh, probably at proper temperature anyway. And, and sometimes, yeah, most people finish their glasses and say, oh, you know what? I might go yeah, on. I think I'm okay side. now, yeah. yeah. And since then, we had so less problem in the pub. Less yeah. poop to clean up. Less yeah. 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 clean up. Definitely. So, yeah, there's 12% yeah. in that. Yeah. Well, I'm out of beer. I gotta go to the washroom. Yeah. Um, well, you know what? That was fantastic. Yeah. 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 get this long. So, this was, uh, I could ask, ask everything I needed to. So, thank you guys very, very much. I appreciate for, uh, it so much. Awesome. Yeah. It was thank a great you so time. Much. Likewise. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Jen. Absolutely. Jen, you guys are great. Thank you so much. Follow GDC online. I'll put all the stuff. Do you know where it is online? I think it's like Weekly Bastard on GDCL, like Instagram. Yeah. I'll ask Layla. Layla, yeah. No, but it's like, it's I have no idea. Give me that blank stare. Like, yeah. We don't do that. Um, yeah. No, we, no, we just make There's people for that. that. People for that. Thank you guys very much. Um, we're going to go check out the bottle. Yeah. Lunch. Yeah. Drink cool. some more beer. All right. Perfect. Thanks, yeah. guys. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.